Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And now, folks, you are about to witness the most amazing, the most astounding living monstrosity of all time. Yeah, that's right. Bow, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Bow down to your master. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Come out to play. Come out to play. Come out to play. Come out to play. The best there is. The best there was. And the best there ever It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listen online, the website that rocks, KMOD.com. Past shows are available on iTunes. Search under BMMS. Listen with your cell phone. Get the iHeartRadio app available from the app store of your cell phone provider. More on that at iHeartRadio.com. And we're on Facebook, Facebook.com slash BMMS69. That's where you can hang out with us each and every day. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Corby. Good morning, Gimpy. Good morning, Gimpy. Good morning. Good morning, Gimpy. Good morning. Good morning, Gimpy. Why is he not talking? <laughs> I don't know. I hear myself. Uh, tickets to... We know. <laughs> we know you hear yourself. All I ever hear. Tickets to Rocklahoma. Uh, we've got those coming up. Prices go up on Friday. We've got listener emails. We've got to tell the truth. We're going to talk about betting lines for the Super Bowl. We've got our own little Super Bowl party happening at Elgin Park downtown. 
Friday night from 4 to 6. If you want to go, come on down. We've got VIP for people to get pizza and beer for free, but you got to sign up at the contest page at KMOD.com. End of day Thursday is when you need to get your online entry in for that because we're going to pick people on Friday. So if you want to come down, hang out with us. Get your Super Bowl on. Brag about the Chiefs. I'm going to. I'm pretty psyched. Did you see the listeners send us, like, their friend makes jewelry or something? Chiefs jewelry, and they wanted you to see it, so, or my wife. So if they wanted to buy I've seen that. Chiefs jewelry. I've seen that. No, I did not see that. Dangly earrings and I, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. I did buy, because um, I wanted to, like, you know, slot up a je- dress or something, like a Chiefs dress or whatever. And so I did go look at, like, Chiefs gear so I could wear something adorable for our Super Bowl party. And I was like, eh, this is kind of, like, expensive for me just to wear one time because oh, yeah. I'm not going to. I'm, I'm Two just, times. Two times. Right? You wear yeah. it Friday and then, you know, whatever, when you watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> right. Two times. And then when they go next year. But other than that, I'm not going to wear it because I'm not a Chiefs fan. I'm just a Chiefs fan via you this year. Right. Because right. you're my friend. Yeah. 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 <laughs> my proxy. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> so I figured out a way around that and I got this adorable skirt yeah. and a gold shirt to wear with it so, and then, you know, black hooker boots yeah. so that I'll just be in Chiefs colors and so still supportive with stuff I can wear again. How about we do this? Sammy? How about what in the actual Ronald McDonald will you be wearing? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you held that in your pocket for like you weeks, did. bro. I'm telling you, I just sit and wait oh until you walk into God. my scope. I don't, I don't always fire right back. Sam, I was wearing a Chiefs thing a few weeks ago, and Sam yells, "What in the actual Ronald McDonald are you wearing?" <laughs> because I didn't know it was Chiefs stuff. And I had just seen it from afar, and it looked like it was very. I mean, it was very loud. Chiefs, proud Chiefs. It's, I mean, their colors are yellow and red, or orange and red, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Gold one, and red, whatever. The one, the the. Well, now that I'm looking at your shirt, I think I bought the wrong colored skirt because I thought it was more like maroonish. What? No, gold. no, it's bright red. It's red. It's as red as red. It's more be. red than well, gold. I will. I'll look. It's more red and white than red and gold. Mm. I'll look like the off brand of Chiefs then. <laughs> the, the feats. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I hope the feats win. <laughs> you could just, you know, buy like a something and make your own thing. You've done that before too. True. No, true. I know, but usually, you know, it's summertime, so you could slut it up. You make, yeah. you make a it's mistake. Not summertime. What are you no, talking no, no. about? In the summertime, I can oh. slut it up, and you make a mistake, and you're just like, oh, well, there goes the shoulders. Like you got more room <laughs> than in the winter <laughs> when I don't trust yeah. myself as much. You know, there's not as much room for error, right? Because it's cold. But, you know, I did make, I got like the thigh, the, not, they're not thigh highs, that's ridiculous, but they're like longer. Are they ridiculous? Yeah, no, I'm saying for me to say I'm wearing thigh highs, that's Because I think they're fantastic. Yeah, that's right? an exaggeration, but they go over the knee, and I specifically bought them so I could like look chief's geary for I, Friday. When a woman wears thigh high pants, I think that's hot. Thigh I'm sorry, high. boots. Boots, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think <laughs> pants, short or, pants. Yeah, that's great too. <laughs> <laughs> thigh high boots, I think that's hot. Yes, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And, I mean, there's only a few places you can wear it to work where that's okay. <laughs> right. This being one of them. Thigh high, bo- <laughs> thigh high boots aren't okay at work, right? Depends on where you're working. If you work with, you know, in accounting. Right, if you're strippers, strippers they're yeah, perfect. Perfect for you. A, a radio station, totally. <laughs> TV? A radio station? I don't know, dude. Why not? Because we're supposed it's... to be kind of kooky. And, 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 no, we're not. And, and, no, and, we're not. Why not? 
What, what, do, what, what do we do for four hours a day? Well, we talk. Yeah. Yeah, but okay, just for the record. So wait, hold on. I'm going to hold on to this kooky thing. <laughs> you think because of what we do, we get to dress any way we want? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, if I wanted to wear a miniskirt and a halter top in this son of a bitch, I can and I will. Well, why do you always go to dressing like a girl, Kimpy? <laughs> There's a fetish there why is somewhere. That the thing that's You're yeah. always ready to. Right. Why are you always. Right, right. Quick draw McGraw no. yeah, with you us. You always have that in your scope. <laughs> it's the extreme, is what it is. That's where I'm going with the extreme of it. Not that I want to dress like a woman. I'm just saying, if I wanted mm. to, in this particular business, I can. Now, if I was working, you know, still selling parts for Ford, probably still could because this is a new millennium and we got to be more accepting to people, but I would get a kind of an awkward, crooked yeah. eye. Be like what? What? The I'll give you right that. Now? As the people on the air, mm-hmm. we get freedom. I mm-hmm. was gonna say the whole building doesn't have that freedom because they're still professionals. Well, uh, they're supposed to be. Yes, yes. The but just saying that maybe I could. Yes, that we could. And they'd be like, "Well, that's the morning show. They're crazy." But I don't think that the whole, you know, entity of our building. There used to be someone that worked here, and she dressed. And she was in HR, and she dressed inappropriately three out of five days a week. I didn't. I was fine what? with it. Yeah. Okay. I was fine with it. That's awesome when the HR ladies dress. What kind of inappropriate? Well, listen, you can put a sticker on your car that says you're the Pope. That don't make you the Pope. <laughs> right. It's really hard to get yelled at by somebody when you're staring at their right. cleavage. Right. <laughs> I'm an inch away from seeing your vagina. Please yell at me for being late. During that time, it was the most <laughs> timid firings that ever happened here. <laughs> no one was ever mad. I got fired, but I got a show, so that's fine. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Wait, inappropriate, like there's too much cleavage, her dress is like, um, we're too short. Like, I mean, I think what? you know. Yes, what? all those things. All of okay. the above, yeah. Just want to show it off. Yeah. That, that, I don't know what the equivalent for a guy would be Ooh. to be inappropriately dressed at work. Short Daisy Duke shorts. Like, we're talking like things are falling out short shorts. Well, then I those think- aren't shorts anymore. If your genitalia <laughs> is exposed, those aren't then, shorts then anymore. Yes, that, that would be well, appropriate. They're covering everything, but if but it women don't to have fall to fall out. Yeah, but women don't have to show, I mean, that's an obvious thing, mm-hmm. right? Like women don't have to show genitalia right. for it to be inappropriate. I think it would be shirts that are inappropriate like you've got, you know, whatever. 69 all the time or something something <laughs> stupid like that. <laughs> Some kind of shirt that has the F word on it or something like that. I think that's the equivalent of what guys get yelled at for, for dress code. At least that's what I was just trying to think back to school. That's what it was. Guys never got in trouble for their sausage jeans that they have to specifically show off their D. No, no, no. They don't get in trouble for that. Right. But a woman would. <laughs> yes. A woman would get in trouble for wearing a shirt that would show off her breast or... Her ass. Yeah, or whatever. Your pants are too, your leggings are too tight or if whatever. That's not If your leggings are showing a camel toe or a moose knuckle. <laughs> yeah, I, girl, ride it up there. I mean, it's got to be blaring <laughs> obvious. <laughs> and you're not going to, but even, okay, so I only said this because I was making a jab at Gimpy because he has specific sausage jeans he that he wears. He says he does. Yes, I, yes. I can't validate that. He has Jeans that he wears to show off his D on, like, special occasions or whatever. But I don't think that a girl has something that is like, my vagina looks great in this. It's more of boobs. My yeah. boobs look great you gotta in this. got to accentuate what you have. Yeah. If you see or- a pair of pants <laughs> that have a poofy <laughs> vagina, you 
run away. You got to well, accentuate I told what you have. Are there women that are proud of their vagina that look in anything? Right? Because I would bet there are some, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but far, you know, far, <laughs> that number's got to be pretty small. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Many most, women look in the mirror and are like, my cookie looks great. M- most women probably go with breast, ass, yes. legs, yes. Yes. tummy, yes. before they ever get to, I want to show my vagina off. Right, yeah. Through clothes, through clothes. Yeah. Or with the accent of clothes. Yeah, they've never looked in the mirror and been like, my vagina looks adorable in this. This is so cute. Or tell Have your you friends. ever said that about anything you've ever worn? Like maybe. whether in like I'm not saying that you wear out in the public, but maybe with underwear or lingerie say, or something like that. Yeah, probably like lingerie God, or underwear. Dang, I have never done that. Not about. I mean, <laughs> me. I, I have never. I have never done that about my manhood. Oh. I've never looked at my in the mirror and been like, yeah. Oh, not even <laughs> in some of your underwear? No. I, we've covered this. I do my best to not stare at myself in the mirror. Okay, so like it's even- It's weird to do that. Jeff has like underwear that I like that I think his ass or junk look really great in that are like my sure. favorite. Besides the one that have my face on it. Besides those, of course. <laughs> <laughs> she, yes. Yeah. That we, She showed him this weekend. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, besides those, I took a picture of them okay. on. Yeah, okay. well, I was yeah, and showing the rolled socks on Instagram. Which, by the way, uh, how great are my rolled socks? Not that great. I was oh not impressed God! at all. You're out of your damn mind, Corbin. That You're hurts. as good at rolling laundry or whatever you think it is as you are at ping pong. Like, <laughs> damn, like Jeff's bad, just huh? like it. Just wasn't yeah. anything special. I didn't see anything. I'm like, yeah, that looks very military esque. Jeff is like, yeah, that's great. I've never had anyone roll socks like that just because he doesn't want to do laundry. Yes. So he like over compliments me so that I'm like, I'm so good at this. Yeah. You can't do yes, it. Yes, much like a mother <laughs> who when there's only four slices of pie left and there's five people goes, I don't really like pie. You're right, I'm not really hungry. Right, you're just doing it to be good. Maybe. Keep lying to my face, though, because it makes me feel good. So you only think and you're good works. at folding laundry because Jeff told you? Well, n- no, because I hate the way he does it, and I feel like mine looks better and is more organized when I do it. Okay. Yeah. Let's get the train back on the tracks. Camel toes. <laughs> yeah, train back on the tracks. <laughs> I'm sure we've, been, we've covered this topic. My wife, I'm sure, has a pair for me mm-hmm. that she thinks I look great in, which is fine. I don't have one that I'm like, I'm wearing these today. Yeah, most guys don't look at themselves like that. Do you need a stone to throw? Yes. Because you've said yourself you do this. I have had people tell me, wow, look at your junk in those You jeans. have said on the ass. air. I have a pair of pants. That yes. you like the way you look in certain clothes. There ain't and, nothing wrong with that. I know, but you just said it doesn't happen. And I'm, I said you've admitted, most guys, most guys, excluding me I know, but from when the people, 99% when of the people other When people make that statement, when people mm-hmm. make that a statement mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. they're including themselves when they make that statement. Except for this guy. Because if okay, I Okay, well, we just go with myself, social norms. societal norms. That's why I said most guys. One percent. Most guys don't look at your pair of jeans and say, "My D looks awesome," but unless you're me. But thigh high boots. <laughs> Ultimately, is how we got on this. Yeah, so not train. appropriate at work, most places, <laughs> except the one percent of people at strip who do clubs. What we do <laughs> strip clubs. You work as a stripper, and yeah. where where else? Ooh, uh, maybe if you have some kind of TV thing. TV thing. Yeah. What like, do you mean? Well, no, 
I guess a weather girl wouldn't get away with those either. Those would be a little too risque. Ma- die high Maybe boots. on U- Univision. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> or Telemundo. Oh. Telemundo, yeah. Those women. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. telling you, those. I'll watch the I don't have no idea. Yeah, I don't care if it's raining in Ecuador. <laughs> but I, those, I'm yeah. concerned. <laughs> the ones that do the naked news. You've seen those. Yeah, around. but those aren't real, though. Mm. That's like a porn site. Mm. That's not like a real thing. So, like, maybe cocktail waitresses, like any okay. club attire, I okay. guess, like if you're a bartender. But then that's the uniform. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, you, that's. And I would say it's not the uniform at a strip club because they have to provide their own stuff. They have to find, like, there's no, like, you know, you have to pick what you want to wear that's going to get you tips or dances. Okay, got so you. So, it's not like the required uniform there. If you work at, you know, bottle service at the club, yeah. then yeah. And, right, I'm going to put these on to increase my tips, not because they're the most comfortable shoes that will do the best. There's no way they're comfortable. <laughs> no, they're the worst. They're not comfortable. But you suck it up for a Super Bowl party. Right. Or to strip. And you had some. See, now yeah. if you had red thigh highs, I'd be like, yes, now you're in the arena oh, of like super wearing the skate. correct colors. Yeah, because black oh. isn't a Chiefs color. Okay, so I thought it was, again, I guess I'm really bad because I thought it was like more black, maroon, and gold. No, Those it's, are the it's colors. red and white with gold. Oh, there's, there's no black at all involved? I mean, there's black, like maybe an outline. Okay. And there's like a one black jersey they sell online, but in terms of them wearing their colors on the field, I've never seen them wear black. Well, I'll be the fiefs. I'm cheering all the fiefs. Go <laughs> fiefs. Go fiefs. That's what I'll do. Like that dumb girl has no idea what's yeah. going on, but I'm she now, has I'm now black uninviting thigh highs you. on. <laughs> You're now uninvited. <laughs> You're now uninvited. Uh, we've got tickets to Rocklahoma. We're going to get giveaway. we got listener emails. We're going to talk about gambling bro- uh, props for the Super Bowl on Sunday. We've got to tell the truth, and don't forget about our Super Bowl party. That's happening at Elgin Park downtown. Anybody can come hang out with us. It's just going to be a little pregame party. For anyone, and if you would like to have free beer and pizza, we're going to hook you up. But you got to sign up to win those passes on the website that rocks KMOD.com. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918 460 KMOD. You can also text BMMS and Ben what you want to say to 82945. Somebody's sending a text in about Sam and her shopping for getting the right colors to for the Super Bowl party that we're having at Elgin Park downtown on Friday starting at 4 o'clock. If there was only a way you could have looked up the colors somehow when you were shopping, that would have been so helpful. I just trusted my noodle. I what? just trusted my noodle. That might be the craziest thing I've ever heard you say. <laughs> yeah, I just trusted like what I remember you wearing. And I didn't remember the Ronald McDonald insult. Really? <laughs> Let's do news quickies. <laughs> it's time for news quickies, world news, local news, and news that just makes you say, what the f***? Now here's Corbin, Kimpy, and Sam to fill you in on what's going on. News quickies from the Big Man Morning Show at 97.5 KMOD. Man rushes to hospital when his legs turn blue. So this guy, Mark Schraber, he noticed that his legs were starting to turn blue. So he used WebMD to type in his symptoms and look up what was wrong with him. And it came back that he had deep vein thrombosis. And so he's on Twitter, like, you know, tweeting this, like, oh, I better go to the ER. I think I have deep vein 
deep vein thrombosis. Right, he's self-diagnosed. Yes. Yeah. So he takes himself to the ER and discovered that his legs were turning blue because he had on new blue jeans that he hadn't washed, and the dye from the blue jeans was rubbing off on his legs. Good. <laughs> Not deep thrombosis. And so he said um, that I have the dumb S who doesn't wash his new jeans before wearing them disease, and I would like to be executed immediately. His tweet has racked up over 160,000 likes. And then other people, which I was reading some of them, um, were then tagging on and talking about their stories of like times they've gone to the ER for dumb things, like a woman who uh, had to take her kid to the ER because his foot was purple, but they had done foot painting at the daycare, and so the paint had dyed the kid's foot. And so all these stories about how they went to the emergency room for stupid reasons. I didn't know... <laughs> Deep vein thrombosis or whatever turned your legs blue, right? I thought that was spider veins is what deep vein thrombosis, spider veins. Mm -hmm. Or it's where your veins stick out on the surface mm -hmm. and look like like um, a snake. Yeah, like little garden like, hoses. Real, yeah, like yeah. bad, bad. Yeah. yeah. Clearly, maybe he didn't put his symptoms in right. Right. He was like a testicular cancer or this. <laughs> I, I must have deep vein thrombosis or whatever. Thrombosis. Sucky word. I always wash my jeans before I wear them. First time. Always. Yeah, because I, well, like anything, because there's been people that have tried them on. Their junk has been in those jeans. So you tried them on or whatever, even Amazon. Like somebody else's body has right. been in there likely. And so you got to get all that yuck out. I remember the revolutionary feeling I had when I learned that women's swimsuits come with a removable piece of paper <laughs> in them <laughs> when they try them on, mm -hmm. but not underwear, because I guess you don't try on underwear, yeah. but you do. You do. You put them Women on over your Victoria's underwear. Secret, you can go in and try on the underwear. Mm -hmm. Ooh. See, like, the high expensive lingerie, yes, but Victoria's not- Victoria's Secret? Yeah. Well, they, they do have more expensive Three lingerie. Three for 25 is hardly expensive. That you don't try on. Those you just pick out. You don't try on those. But you do try on the, like, $30 underwear or whatever with whatever, you know, but the 5 for 25 deal or the ones at Target, you don't try those on. You just know if you're a small, medium, or large. Right. Be <laughs> weird to open the package. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Easter Bunny arrested after hit and run. This happens down in Orlando. Where a guy named Antoine, Antoine McDonald, you might know him, he got a little bit of 15 minutes of fame uh, for getting in a fight wearing an Easter Bunny costume. The video's on our Facebook page. Uh, apparently, earlier this month, he was riding his motorcycle, ran a stop sign, crashed into a carport. The carport comes crashing down. Antoine pew, bolts it on out of there. Cops get called. They track him down to his house where they see this car driving off. So they go ahead and pull over the car. That's where they see Antoine hiding in the back seat. Trooper go to arrest him, and he's like, nah, missing, man, I didn't do it. I didn't do anything. I wasn't in any crash. I am the Orlando Easter Bunny. <laughs> Google it. That's what he told the That's cops. That's thing. For sure. <laughs> uh, so the cops were like, yeah, whatever, dude. Who gives a damn who you are? We take off this Easter Bunny costume so we can put handcuffs on you. So he did. They cuffed him. They ended up taking him in. Uh, he got charged with leaving the scene of a crash that involved property damage, DUS, and operating a motorcycle without a license. What's DUS? Driving under suspension. Oh. Woman's <laughs> vibrator gets stuck in her bladder, needs emergency surgery. <laughs> oh, God. Do me a favor, Sam. Do me a favor, oh, Sam. Oh, my God. Stand up. Turn around. Face gimpy. Look at her necklace. Now look at the necklace, Gimpy, that's on 
the site that oh. got stuck. Oh, a woman got a vibrator stuck in her bladder, and it's not a normal vibrator. It's one that's supposed to look like jewelry, <laughs> but is also a vibrator. So this girl wore it out on a date with her boyfriend. They went back, started getting freaky deaky, and I'm guessing they were intoxicated or something, because mm-hmm. at one point she just felt a sharp pain and was like, where's the vibrator? And he was like, mm. <laughs> and they couldn't find it, and it was still vibrating. Oh! So she was feeling it inside her bladder. Oh, <laughs> my God. The whole thing uh, is stainless steel, and it measures 3.6 inches long and is uh, half an inch in diameter. And they believe it entered through the urethra and inside and went into her bladder. She obviously panicked. They went to the ER. She had multiple pelvic exams. Finally, they called in a, a specialist who came in and was like, oh, yeah, there it is. And they decided she needed emergency surgery to remove the now sideways, sideways <laughs> vibrator <laughs> that was stuck inside her. Uh, and so uh, in her urethra. Oh. Oh my God. I put the link so if you can wanted to see, like, and buy it for yourself, <gasps> I guess. $69 is how much it cost. Well done, you. <laughs> well done, you, 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 you guys. She was asked whether she was done with sex toys, and she was like, uh, probably. Yeah, probably. That's not a no. I was going to say, lies. You just won't let's get the ask, teeny tiny ones. Let's right. ask you again in six months, see where you're at. Yeah. She's like, I see the Jumbotron now. Yeah, I mean, Kong, <laughs> yeah. Kong Dong. The good thing if you go to Patricia's, they have a great variety. Great selection, yeah, yes. Yeah, you can get little ones, big ones, whatever you want. It's easy. So the part that was interesting to me is I didn't know this existed, right? I didn't know women wear their vibrators as jewelry. But now I'm totally going to be on the lookout. And uh, Sam's is not this. Mm-hmm. Sam's is her father's ashes. Weird correlation. But <laughs> that you know of. That's just what she tells us. Uh, but I'm just saying it, it's, it's a the little s- touchy there, Gimpy. <laughs> Don't masturbate. Weird choice with- <laughs> of words to right. use. I mean, you just you could just be saying that to throw us off. But right. it, it's about it's almost the exact same, Sam. It looks mm-hmm. e- extremely well, identical. I have seen these like the, the necklaces that look like them and mm. this really does when you told me to turn around i didn't know you were doing it first and i was like oh because i have seen these and i can't defend it i'm not gonna open this for you to prove sure, what it I is <laughs> it's about the one on your neck is about three and a half inches long maybe yeah. and it's about a half inches and in di- half inch in diameter like it's is it, it yes it's about the same hmm. it's right. pretty close so it's easily mistakable. But now I'm going to look around and see if there's women wearing these. Are there women that do this? Uh, like I and, said. And you know how people joke that a tramp stamp is a bullseye? Mm-hmm. Or if they smoke. No, I've right? never heard that. Are mm-hmm. any of those things, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Do, is that is this that too? If a woman's wearing a vibrator around her neck. Now I get it. It's not if it's a permission to have sex. But it, does it mean they're sexually promiscuous? Yes. Yes. Ooh. What other reason do you have to wear a dildo around your neck? Vibrator. But it's a vibrator. Whatever. It's the same thing. Well, Sex no. toy. I, Sex toy. Ooh, but a dildo around your neck is way sluttier than a vibrator. Way sluttier. Way sluttier. Way sluttier. And um, I think that and heavy. it's probably... <laughs> like Flava Flay. Huh? Like Chain Link. <laughs> yeah, boy! It's like... Uh, 
No, I think it's probably something you wear when you're in a relationship to like, oh, could I have a dinner? Like, surprise. Ah. Like those vibrating panties or whatever no. where they pass over the remote and say, yeah, maybe I, some, but I'm going to say no because Because I, I want to believe that? No, because I don't, <laughs> uh, if you do it for your partner, mm-hmm. other people see it and now they're thinking about you doing it. Well, <laughs> even if this was a vibrator necklace, had you not seen the story, you would never have known. Right, because it looks like a piece of simple jewelry. Right. right but, but I didn't know those things existed. Mm-hmm. Well, I probably think that most men didn't know that that it existed, but I don't think it's around a woman's neck because she's like, I just can't wait till I get home to get off. I need to make sure it's around my okay. neck so I can go yeah. to a bathroom yeah. if I need to. Okay, now hold on. Hold on hold on to that thought because I, 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 I was prepared for you to say this. <laughs> Why do people take a Sharpie or a pin and put it right on their collar line? Because they need it. Yeah. At a moment's notice. Yeah. They're not the sure access. when they're going to need it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then why would you need a vibrator around your neck? Again. Because a- you don't know when you're going to need it at a moment's notice. Sitting it makes, in traffic. It makes no You're way. in a meeting at work. Yes, you know. a pen maybe. I need to write down a number quickly. No, but we're I, talking about hanging things no, around your neck. Right, exactly. I'm saying that it's not comparable to a pen because a pen you really could need all day. But I'm saying who is so horned up that they're like. That's oh, my question. At 6 That's o'clock easy. in the morning, they're like, just in case I need to have an orgasm at, you know, whatever, 1030 this morning. I need to put this on a necklace. I can't wait yeah. to make it home for lunch. Uh, I agree, but that's what I'm saying is why would you be like, that's a practical purchase? There's no way women buy this. Men buy it for their women. That's the only thing. We're on the, we're arguing for the same thing. We're on the same page. I don't think that there's anybody that has like, oh my God, I've just been in a situation where it was 225 and <laughs> I was at my desk and I was like, I, right, I really I got need my to cover have sheet no- on my TPS report. <laughs> yeah. My <laughs> nails were drying. I needed a vibrator. Right, like, you never know. <laughs> like... There's no way. There's no way. It's like a, a sexy thing like that's pre-planned. Right. Uh, a little scientific survey. How many of you have had to masturbate at a moment's notice? BMMS and just a yes or no to 82945. All these news stories are on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash BMMS69. More of the Big Man Morning Show is next. 97.5 KMOD. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Sam's got sports for us. Let's see what's going on. death, Nike has decided to pull all Kobe-related items from their site, and so now when you go there, instead of going to get the you know Kobe Bryant shoes, there's just a logo that comes up with a gift card that you can get. And at first I kind of thought this was super shady, like, you just died, why would you pull all this stuff? But Nike is trying to make it so that people can't stockpile all of his inventory and then try to resell it for ridiculous prices online and like so yeah. in a way to prevent that from happening until they can figure out what to do in the interim they're, they are just going to pull it pause like, sales yeah which makes sense totally because i mean honestly 
I bet if you have Kobe shoes now, they're worth more than they were last week this time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If, you, if you're if you a shoe collector, mm-hmm. then yeah, you, they're, they were already good shoes and already well sought after shoes. Uh, 25% of NBA players wear them. Wow. That was a good chunk. How about that? Yeah. yeah. And so now they're probably worth a lot more. Yeah. And I bet if they do something like, well, they're already rich, so I was going to say maybe they could like, oh... We'll give 25% of the proceeds to their family, but their family already has a ton yeah, of money. Yeah, they're already worth like half a billion dollars. Yeah, they don't need that. What, but maybe some charity or something. What Do you think they should sell them again? Oh, yes. Because I feel like they're already, um, like so many people already wore them, that to take them away. So they away, should profit off his, his death? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think they should. I know, it's a weird question. Yeah, but I think maybe they should take some of the money and then give it to some kind of charity. Like whatever, maybe he had a charity for veterans that he loved, like whatever charity that he cares yeah. about. So there should be some good that comes out of it. But, ever, you know, I feel like you would have more appreciation for the shoes now that he's gone because yeah. they're like your favorite player. I saw yesterday because there's like this rumor they're going to do a special Black Mamba Lakers jersey for the game with the Clippers when they reschedule it. Mm. And I was like, man, that's weird. So they're obviously going to sell that jersey, right? They're going to make them right. and sell them. They're profiting off his death. Yeah, and but, I'm not saying that they that it just feel the optics on it feel bizarre. If you're if you're him and you died, obviously he's dead. He can't whatever you believe in if he can see it or not. But if that were you and you were to die, wouldn't you love it if they made a jersey especially for you? No, I think that someone like him. What does he uh, he achieve? What did he have left to achieve? Nothing. Right. But okay, if he you're didn't the, need any more accolades. As the family, would you like to see that? If like one of your loved ones died, and then their entire team was wearing Again, shirts. Yeah, not if they were going to make money off of it. I'd want to know what their prof- profit's going to be. Mm. I'd be like, yeah, we can do that. How much are you making? Even though I'm set. I, I didn't say I, for me. I said, how much are you making? Um. Because if they're like, oh, we're making, you know, the margins twenty percent, but we're going to take five, and the other fifteen we're going to give to the Mamba uh, Basketball Club or mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. then or to women's basketball or whatever, yeah, then that's different. So it's got to be. But if they're s- like, oh no, it's like we're going to make you know twenty percent margin on it, I'd be like, hmm, no. Okay, I could see that. You, uh, yeah, they do have to give some of its charity. They should. They have a total right to make money. Yeah, but but to profit. Is a completely different story, in my opinion. Yeah, they just got to give some of it to charity, and then we'll be like, all right, you're good, buddies. Do that. In the next couple days, just look at how many things out there that are for sale that are Kobe-related, and those people are profiting off his death. But but if he's They're vultures. Yeah, but if he's your favorite player, it makes you good to have that. Yes, I agree. That's the whole point of the vulture, is that they're trying to capitalize on that feeling. You'll pay more than you would have paid a week ago. Right, and... Also, it's still fresh right now, too. So, like, you wait six months, maybe you're not, you wouldn't be willing to pay what you'd be willing to pay now that you're, yep. like, in grief and you miss him, yep. right? You have to show how much you liked him. <laughs> oh, yeah. that sounds so bad. In the next sports break, um, I'll talk, we'll talk about, like, what LeBron James has to say about Kobe's death. That's Balls to Wall Sports. I'm Seaman Sam on 97.5 KMOD. All right, stupid corporate cram down right now. They're forcing us to take a 30-second break, but we'll be right back, so don't go anywhere. Morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. 
Uh, you might not be aware, but the Chiefs are playing in the Super Bowl, and I'm, I'm a big <laughs> Chiefs fan, so I'm very excited. I'm wearing a different Chiefs shirt every day this week. My brother sent me the AFC Championship hat, which I'm wearing today. I'm super excited. We're having a Super Bowl party on Friday at Elgin Park downtown, where you can come and show your Chiefs off, or your, your 49ers fans are welcome, too. I'm fine. Of course, I'm fine with that, you know. If, if you like wearing losing colors, that's fine. But uh, one of the things that goes along with the Super Bowl is betting. It's like 26 million Americans are going to gamble on the Super Bowl uh, and have every year uh, $6.8 billion is expected. And we have somebody on the line that knows a lot about it. Jack is with us. Hey, Jack, how are you? Hey, what's going on, buddy? How's it going? I'm good. So Jack is, as Sam <laughs> called him, a predictor. Uh, <laughs> he helps with lines and stuff like that on gambling. Do I have that right? Yeah, basically what I do is uh, I'm a sports handicapper, and what I'll do is I'll go through and I'll break down the break down the Vegas lines and break down the odds makers and break down where uh, where the money's going, what, how the lines are moving around, and just try to figure out the best path to uh, to get a victory and, and, and to beat Vegas and the odds makers. And, and, and the way to do that is I, I have different tools and different programs that I use to go through and to be able to figure out the best path to get a victory. So that's kind of what I do in, in a nutshell. And, and I try to help people make money and they, uh, people want to bet on, people want to bet on games, people want to gamble. And, and, and what I do is I, is I try to help them. And, and do you, do. and, and, and do, how do you make money doing that? Well, when you get into that part of it, like whenever I make money doing this kind of stuff, my, my main thing is I try to help people, like if you're one of the bet on games, I I provide you the information that helps you make a decision on what you're wanting to try to do. So with that being said, I do different things that I do on my side of it with the internet and uh, you know with the people that the people that are around me is uh, you know I, I work off tips and donations and stuff like that. So like a yeah, consultant, a, you get fee, you right, get like a fee much, for yeah. a consultancy. Yeah. Wait, right, so like a much. question? They get a tip. So if you gave me information and then I didn't win the coin toss bet or whatever, then I can choose not to give you money. That's correct. Yep. <laughs> Oh, that's well, tricky. Yeah, but people that do this, that gamble a lot, mm-hmm. that you that's not normal behavior. Okay. It's like right. when you go to a casino table and you play roulette mm-hmm. and you win, you always tip the people at the table, right? Right. But Same that's what, thing. I guess that's what I'm saying. If you lose, I was asking, you know, you still make money if you lose either way, but you're counting on somebody else's tip. He wants them to win so he can get a tip, yeah. Okay, right. okay. But to me, it's not necessarily like it, to me. It's not necessarily the money. To me, it's uh, I, I try. I'm trying to hone a tone in the craft, and I'm trying to uh, you know figure out a way. Everybody always says that hey, you can never the house always wins at the end of the day, and and you know all this and that and all that. But you know, I try to be disciplined, and I try to get dialed in to where I can be able to provide people enough information to where they can make their own decisions on if they want to bet, say, on the Chiefs, or if they want to bet on uh, the 49ers. So that's that's basically all I do. I just try to provide them um, enough information, enough correct information, to where they can um, uh, beat Vegas, basically. Right. So let's talk about the Super Bowl. We've got Chiefs and 49ers. right now. The spread I think was one yesterday, minus one Kansas City. What is that? Do, do you like that line, or do you think it's going to be different than that? That line. That line is hovering between one and a half and a pick em, which I think that there's going to be a whole lot of money and stuff coming on this game. We're getting more towards the, towards the, towards the uh, Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday. So I'm, I'm kind of projecting this game to end up 
right between a half, probably a half and a pick'em. I think. I think a good spot's going to be a pick'em for this game. Wait, uh, wait, what's a pick'em for us that don't know what a line or a pick'em is? What what is that? A pick'em is a money line, basically a heads up to win. So you can either pick up, pick a, a San Francisco to win heads up, or Kansas City to win heads up. Right. There's no extra, mu- no extra on each side. Like it's right. going to be pretty right. even matchup. Okay. Is what they're saying. Yep. Uh, in looking into that game, what is the biggest indicator for you? I know you don't want to give too many tips away because that's you know when people um, get a hold of you, that's where you can um, make your money. But what's the biggest thing into this game that people need to be watching for? Is it uh, is Chris Jones injured? Is Patrick Mahomes injured? Is Garoppolo injured? I mean, what is the thing that you you're keeping an eye on? I'm going to be watching, the main thing that I'm going to be watching is I'm going to be watching how fluid the line is going to be, which what I mean by that is I'm going to be watching how much, how many bets are coming in on this game and when you watching where the money is, how, how the markets are reacting and how, uh, and how Vegas is reacting to the way the money is moving around and what Vegas is doing on the opposite side. If they're going to, if they, if they start moving that line, uh, you know, towards Kansas City, or if they start moving that lines towards San Francisco. So, <clears throat> just like right now, as we're as we're talking, this is as of uh, who was that? This is as of midnight last night. There are th- uh, thirty-four thousand bets in this game right now. Dang. So, and I have I have programs where I can go through and I can look at. I give you an example. If you don't want to talk about betting, um, like I said, that's just one. The betting part of it is just one aspect of what I do with this. So the main the main thing is the analytics and, and busting the numbers down and uh, you know trying to figure out trying to figure out uh, basically the cracks and you know the cracks where Vegas might be might be messing up at and you can you can catch an edge because I run between fifty five and sixty percent across all sports. Um, <clears throat> with that being said, the average which means people, yeah. we need to explain that which means that he's right. Oh, 50 50 55 to 60% of the time. Damn. In his predictions. And and yeah. that, and that's a big deal because of he's trying to defy what is being said out there. Okay. Right, because your average cuz I mean, your average your average if you go to a casino and you win 52.5 it the average is I think it's 52.5% and if you can and if you can run over 52.5% then you can turn a profit in sports betting. Um, but basically all I'm trying to do is I'm trying to move the odds enough into our favor as we can. And so I want to I want to be able to take your odds that that you're looking at and at a casino, and I'm trying I'm just trying to move your odds in your favor. Yeah. So let's talk right, about yeah, the uh, let's talk about some of the other lines. The MVP. Um, what are you seeing? Where like what is Vegas showing, and what are you feeling is probably more the right direction in terms of the MVP for the Super Bowl? Uh, well, the MVP for the Super Bowl, you see, I'm. Oh, look and see on those on those on those kind of props and stuff like that. I'm I'm been getting into that kind of stuff. Uh, I let me look and see on here. I don't even know who's on the, the MVP. Do you know who's on the MVP? The league MVP is is, is Lamar Jackson. He ain't, he's not going to be playing in it. But usually it's going to be Patrick Mahomes. It could be uh, Bosa. It could be Kittle. It could be Frank Clark. It could be Tyrone Matthew. It's it could not, be Jimmy Garoppolo. I thought it was normally just the quarterback. N- not necessarily. Okay. It could be. be. Yeah, it could be a defender. Yeah. It's anybody who plays as the most valuable player in the game. Okay. Right. So what? Well, I got a I got a, I got a weird one for you okay. that was tied in some stuff circulating around. Um, there's uh, some of the experts and stuff are looking at maybe Damian Williams. Damian Williams having a multi touchdown game, and is Damian Williams going to have a multi touchdown game? I mean, we don't know. Obviously, they got to play the game on the field, 
But the way that the projections and stuff are going, they're they're looking at that they think that they're going to be able to put a running game down um, on the on the. Uh, Right. On the Niners. Yeah, on the, on the Niners and that he's going to get those touchdowns. There's a traditional one that happens a lot, and that is the coin toss. Do you get involved in helping breaking down some of those numbers? Well, just like with, just like with this game, it's going to be – the whole thing's going to be a coin toss, I think. Um, so it's – the way this game – the way the Super Bowls and stuff, all these big ticket games, these games that have tons and tons of money on them, these games that have tons and tons of – uh, tickets on them. Uh, I mean, it's right. Like, but I'm talking about you can make a prop home. bet, like you can make a prop bet on the color of the yeah. Gatorade that gets dumped on, or what the right. coin toss yeah. is going to be. Is it like who has right. like the stronger thumbs? Isn't that just fifty <laughs> fifty? How yeah. do you bet on either one of those? Like no one has the upper hand on who can toss a coin better, right? Right. I mean, yeah. Like I said, just like the way this game is going to be, I think the whole thing is going to be a coin toss. To be honest with you. Right. What, um, what is what is one of your favorite uh, lines that's going to be out there when it comes to Super Bowl? Because it seems the Super Bowl always has really crazy lines, uh, prop bets that you can make. Yeah, I think <clears throat> I think one of the prop bets that I'm going to like, one of the prop bets that I do like, is I'll go through it. I'll look it down them. You know, receptions and over under receptions is a big one. People like over under receptions because. Prop betting, prop betting is a case by case scenario. It's a case by case basis. It's not like the Vegas, the actual Vegas lines. They all have to stay. Um, they all have to stay. Uh, they all have to stay um, put together. They have. They can't get out of the guidelines. So basically, is prop bets just to, random? It's just like, oh, this is the most random thing that's going to happen in the game. They're based off averages. So they're so when they do prop bets, they'll go back through. And when they're making the lines, they'll look and see what the you know what their season average is, what their last five games averages are, and and they want to put it, put those out there. Just like I'll give you an example, um, Sammy Watkins, his over under is forty nine and a half yards, so he needs to score. So if people if people are watching the Super Bowl and you have money still on Sammy Watkins, then you're going to be keyed up watching Sammy Watkins as he's playing the game because you're not now you're not watching the whole Super Bowl, you're watching. You're watching that. You're watching that guy. So you either want that guy to fail, or you got you want that guy to win. So right, you'll be rooting for Sammy Watkins to score over 49 and a half yards, which would be basically 50 yards. So either you're rooting for him to score 50 yards, or you're looking for him to go under. What about how but, old were you when you started gambling? Uh, probably since I was a kid, I guess. I mean, who, like, who got really you into started, it? So what really got me into doing this was, uh, you know. Six seven years ago, I was doing this, and I ended up. Uh, I made a hundred dollar bet and ended up winning like nine grand on a. It was a seventeen parlay that I did on a on the March Madness. It was like 2014, something like that. Wow. And, yeah, I ended up, and, and I figured out that you could actually make a lot of money doing this. But you know, and a lot of people are focused on the money side of it and the money aspect. But like I said, to me, it's you know, you do the right things, the right things happen, and, and, and the money comes, and that's not something that. I'm 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 100 percent uh, you know keyed up on my 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 main goal is to to try to beat Vegas and try to you know try to hone in a craft and 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 do something that not not a lot not a, not a lot of other people can do. So. Do you make enough money like this? Is your only job that you do, or do you have a main job and this is your side hustle? Yeah, I mean this is my you know this this is my side hustle. I mean I'm still I still obviously I pay the bills. I've, I've I do have a main job as well. So right, if someone wanted to get in touch with you, how do you how do you like for people to do that? 
You can jump on. I have uh, all my stuff is on Twitter, so you can jump on Twitter. It's uh, Jack at Jack underscore WMF is my Twitter account. And then I'm also a content creator, and uh, I, I, I write articles for a website called PicksCity.com. And what PicksCity.com is is basically a place where um, there's a big market out there for guys that want to sell their picks, and they're called they're called pouts. They want to sell their picks, and they want to you know get get them to the clients. And there's also a market for people that are looking for people that specialize in certain sports. Say if you specialize in MMA, if you specialize in baseball or football or whatever. There's guy I have guys that are verified sports handicappers that you know run very 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 solid percentages doing this. And basically, that website is a site to bring both those people together. So, if somebody wants to, like, say, if you wanted to get in there and and you wanted to bet on tennis or whatever the case may be, and you can get in there, I have guys that specialize in that, in that kind of stuff. So, uh, you can get in there and find them, and you, and you can buy their packages. And we have, you know, we have uh, uh, shirts and stuff like that that we're starting to get starting to do. But it's uh, we're trying we're built we're building the site. We're trying to get it off the ground. So it's um kind of work in progress at this point right on jack and, i appreciate you taking the time man. look for him online at twitter jack underscore wmf and uh good luck with your your bets this weekend man i hope and i hope everything goes in the way that you want go chiefs man all right man thanks all right buddy see you later that's jack listen to some of these prop bets that you can make sam you can do a bet on whether you think nike will have a colin kaepernick commercial during the Super Bowl, which no way they're going to have a Kobe commercial now. Oh, oh for yeah, sure. for sure. For sure. They're going to during the halftime there. You can decide how many songs like you can bet how many songs will be in Spanish mm. during right, halftime because Shakira and J-Lo. Yeah, right. right. And w- will they show um, Alex Rodriguez during the halftime? Why right? does he matter? Because he's with J-Lo. Oh, OK. Yeah. The how many wardrobe changes will Jennifer Lopez See, have? that's betting I can get into. <laughs> right, right. How high are those heels going to be, bitch? Which of the songs <laughs> will Jennifer Lopez sing first at the halftime show? On the Floor, Jenny from the Block, Let's Get Loud, Live It Up. I, I know Jenny from the Block barely, but other than that, I don't know any song she sings. Oh, my God. She's Go got ahead. a lot of good ones. Tell me. The, uh... No, no. Yes, okay. Any, uh, <laughs> I'm panicking. I could probably sing them for you. She's got a lot. She's got a ton of hits. Yeah, which are? Again, I'm panicking because you put me on the spot, but I could sing them for you. Please uh, do. Let's get loud. Will let's Enrique Iglesias make an appearance? <laughs> Did you just do? I feel like you just made that up. No. Uh, you literally, I said that was one of the songs and you just read, said that over and over again. Because well, that's what the chorus is. Um, will Enrique Iglesias make an appearance? Gloria Stefan, they're saying, might make an appearance. They're saying Will Smith might make an appearance. Okay. Because he's got that, you know, Miami song. Um, let's see. What was another one here that, uh, will there be, cle- will they show cleavage at halftime? Because some say, say that it'll be more conservative to just not even go near the Janet Jackson thing. Oh, it's Jennifer Lopez. Show that ass, girl. There's got she likes to wear slutty things. Uh, The color of Gatorade (laughs) is considered to be maybe one of the props that you can uh, that you can do. Okay, I'd go with the yellow one. Why the limeade or the lime green one? No, orange man. Orange is your red. Orange or red. Oh, red might be good because it's the Chiefs. Blue was the last one that was dumped last year. Is that somebody's job to decide? Well, I mean, they have Gatorade. Some coaches are like, I don't want, you can throw water on me, but do not throw Gatorade on me. It's sticky. It's sticky. sticky. I don't like it it's sticky. By the way, how funny is this? My brother sent me this hat, right? He got at the game when he went to the championship game. 
And then when they won, they shot confetti everywhere, right? And he took some of the confetti and put it in a bag and sent me some of the confetti. Oh, my God, like I did at my very first Britney Spears concert? Yes. <laughs> and it's very nice of him to remember. It's That's like, so cute. I, don't, I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. You're like, thank you for this trash. Yeah. <laughs> but I know my brother, like, he got, a, he got a ton of it. I Aww. know my brother. He got a ton of it. That's sweet. Right? Uh, all right, so, listen, you don't have to make a wager, but you can come hang out with us at the Super Bowl party downtown. Four to six. Everybody can come hang out with us. Some people are going to get some VIP, and you can sign up for that where you get free beer and pizza. Uh, all you're going to need to do is go to uh, contest page at KMOD.com. We'll be back. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. Let's play a game. Give away a pair of tickets to Rocklahoma. Slipknot, Five Finger Death Punch, Stay, and a bunch of others have been announced to be performing Memorial Day weekend and prior. Ticket information at KMOD.com. We're going to play Sing Sing. Current record is... Corbin has two. Sammy has one. I have none. Last week's winner was... That'd be you. So it's going to be Sam and Gimpy at 918-460-KMOD. 918-460-KMOD. You'll have 60 seconds to get as many right as you can. You call up, decide who you want to read clues to you. One person with the most is going to get the tickets. Let's go to the phones and get our first contestant. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Uh, Ryan. Ryan, how are you, sir? Doing great, man. How are you? Good, Ryan. Who do you want to recluse, Sam or Gimpy? Uh, let's go with Gimpy. Gimpy. Uh, 60 seconds are on the clock. Timer starts after the uh, first clue. Read the first clue. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, let's see. Mid-90s dance song from a Mexican band where you put your hands on your hips. Sounds like uh, Macarena. Yeah, you got it. Uh, look into my eyes and you will see everything I do, I do for you. Ah, God. Uh, okay. Paranoia, paranoia. Everybody's coming to get me. They say they never met me. You following me? Yeah. All um, right. So there's this thing. The red, white, and blue stars and stripes is a flag. And you hang that on a Pole. Okay, put them together. Flag it pole. is a flagpole. Think about that song. It has flagpole, and when you are not standing, you are on your ass. You are what? Uh, sitting flagpole. There, sitting on a flagpole. No, you got the flagpole part <laughs> right, but if you were to urbanize sitting, you would say what? Uh, planting on a flagpole. No, planting a flagpole. no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. It's like a... Time, time, yep. time. Good. Planting wow. is a very urban way to say sitting, for sure. Um, <laughs> Ryan, hang on the line. Two may be good enough, friend, okay? All right, man. All right, Thank hang you. On, hang on, man. People underestimate this game. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Chris. Chris, how are you, buddy? Pretty good. Good. 60 seconds are on the clock. Timer starts after the first clue. Two is the number to beat. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, this is an 80s artist, and she has, like, pink crazy hair, and the song is like, Come home in the morning, like my father says, when you're going to live <laughs> your life. want to have fun. Yes. Uh, okay, this is um, the lead singer from Destiny's Child, and this is a song about females not being in a relationship. And... Um, Miss Independent. No, 
Okay, if you are not in a relationship, you are also known as what? You're like, I'm... Single ladies. There you go. Um, okay, this is... Oh, what kind of bird goes... That is a... Rooster. Yes! Um, this is... Okay, a, a huge metal band. They were just here in January, and this is the song they sing about... Or last January. This is the song they sing about the things that are on strings. Master of Puppets. Yes! Oh, my God. Uh, this is Mrs. Doubtfire, British lady, and we make fun of her. Um, and uh, she's she sings this song. Like, when you answer the phone, you say... Time, time, time. Doesn't matter. It was enough for the win. Congratulations. Chris, you're getting those tickets to go to Rocklahoma, man. Bro, I love you guys. God, you're awesome. <laughs> right on, man. Hang on the line so Gimpy can get your info, okay? Awesome. Good job, man. Ryan, I'm sorry, man. It wasn't enough. Uh, it's all right, man. Appreciate you guys. All right, buddy. See you later. Good job, Sam. Thank you. Gimpy did good. This is just a really hard one. I would have maybe tried to get him to um, be like, oh, when you pay somebody to watch your kids, you hire a baby blank, and then... Um, be like, okay, so now if you're going to take the word sitter and use it slang, you would say. Yeah. That's, that's Getting only- them to say sitter is a hard thing to do. Yeah. Sure. That's, yeah. that's the only other way I would have done it. Otherwise, I think if you did good, it's just tough. And you can, you might have gone, oh, he's singing the chorus, Paranoia. That is not the chorus to that song. No, there he's got no it. There's no chorus to that song. Uh, Harvey Danger, Flagpole Sita is the name of that one. And then the one I ended on. I don't, yeah, British singer. This is a very popular song, like, oh, no, three years ago, something like that. A lot of people covered it. And uh, it's when you uh, greet somebody. Instead of saying hi, you would say, yeah, uh, not rolling in the deep. There you go. Well, she sounds like Mrs. Doubtfire. She's lost a ridiculous amount of weight because yeah. she's single now. That's what happened. She got that revenge body. Uh, hello by Adele. <laughs> Uh, now the record is... You have two. Sam has two. I have none. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. Sam's going to do sports for us. It was just brought to my attention that this morning when Sam was pointing out the colors that she was going to wear, or she's picked already to wear for our Super Bowl party that's at Elgin Park downtown on Friday starting at 4 o'clock that she said she picked Super Bowl colors but in fact well no not just Super Bowl colors Chiefs colors because I feel like you know you have loved the Chiefs forever I'm your friend your ally and so since your team is going to the Super Bowl by proxy thank you Gimpy by proxy that's the the team I should root for and that the colors you described were 49ers colors Right, I got a maroon skirt, a gold, gold top, maroon, and black, and black uh, boots to wear. Yeah, so I wasn't, I wasn't rem- like, I relied on my noodle instead of googling Kansas, you know, City Chiefs colors. I just relied on my noodle, and my brain just failed me. It was just showing me another team's colors, like the logos were switched out. Question: Would your feelings be hurt if I or Gimpy, because mm-hmm. we're by proxy, you know? Should be supportive of your team if we came in like 49ers stuff. Oh, I mean, you wouldn't care. I watch you two make dumb mistakes all the time, so I would not care. 
I don't really care about, okay, I'm trying to think of like what. In all honesty, I don't care if my friend, I don't care if people cheer for. It's not going to ruin my day. I don't feel, I'm not one of those people that's like, you should cheer for the Chiefs because I like the Chiefs. Well. And I don't have that attitude. Also because, you know, Gimpy and I don't have a team that we root for in that way. So I feel like it's, it's different. Like there's an obligation. I don't feel like there's an obligation. I think if you do, that's nice, but I don't expect you to. Now, if you come into my house and you don't have a team and you cheer for the other team, you're just being a dick. Okay. Okay. If you have a team Mm -hmm. and I know it's your team and you come into my house and cheer for that team, that makes sense. Right. Like if Pop were to come cheer for the Niners, you would expect that because he's been a Niners fan forever. If either one of you showed up to cheer for the 49ers, I know you're just being a jerk. Okay. Okay. I guess that's fair. There's not an equivalent of like... You know, you have a sports team that you care about a lot. There's not an equivalent that I'd be like, oh, if you guys were Christina Aguilera fans, I'd be really offended <laughs> that you weren't rooting for Britney. Another weird thing, like you don't show up at, you know, a Christina, you know, a Christina Aguilera concert wearing right? Britney Spears cheering, you know, like. Yeah. You just don't do that. But that's the only thing that I can equate to, like, how guys cheer for football teams. Right. Or makeup or something on her end. Yeah, no. or like, oh my God, you watch The Real Housewives of New Jersey? I'm totally an OC fan. Is where it's at. <laughs> no- yeah, do they even have it in Orlando? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Way to go, Jimmy. It's on Bravo 2, <laughs> right? Okay, well, I mean, I don't really want to change my outfit because I already got it, but now I feel like a betrayal. What did you buy? A gold? Sh- you had everything else. You only bought a shirt. No, I no, I bought the maroon skirt, too, and a gold top. The black Skank boots I already had, but the other two. Whatever, whatever floats your floats your boat. Oh, what a dilemma! What a sports dilemma I'm in right now. Based on your Reese, what dilemma? (laughs) You've picked your colors. There's no dilemma. Yeah, but you have to accept you picked the wrong colors, and that's the team you're cheering for. No, I can't. That's see, that's that's where I feel bad. That's not the team I'm cheering for because, again, by proxy, I feel like I should be cheering for the Chiefs. So when I do watch the game, but then I would argue that's not true because you did no research to make sure you were getting the right stuff. Again, I just relied on my noodle. I just relied on my brain, and it failed me. So it wasn't where my heart was. It was just where my brain was. It's fine. And that's where it's fine. I I know where I stand. Like my betrayal (laughs) lies because I can't do that to your face. First coffee, now this. I understand. Dog, oh, I'll never live that down. See, and if I don't wear the right colors to the thing on Friday, I'll never live it down. Listen, I get it. I don't. Action is all I need. I just and I can. A uh, pattern is being uh, built. Oh my god! <laughs> so LeBron James took to Instagram to finally share his thoughts on the loss of Kobe Bryant, and um, he said, "I'll promise I'll continue your legacy, man. You mean so much to us." All here, especially hashtag Laker, Laker Nation, and it's my responsibility to put this S on my back and keep it going. Very yeah. nice tribute. Yeah, yeah. He said something else in his uh, thing. I was like, I keep going, but I can't keep it together. Bitch, it's on. It's on Instagram. Nobody knows you're crying. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You could take a pause, man, and come right. back to your phone. Right. You can put your phone down, come back. Like, gather. Your I'm not thoughts. saying he's not upset. I'm sure he is. No, I'm sure he is. You're so right because you're being dramatic. Then at that point, if you're it's telling dramatic, you're telling everybody you're crying. Then right? Yes. <laughs> What's the emoji? I tell you another joke, but I'm laughing so hard right now. <laughs> What's the emoji for? Can't keep going. Right. He's a I get it. <laughs> <laughs> he told I mean, he's totally right though. He has to carry that torch. Well yeah. And because that happened, you know, the day before he died or two days before he died, where he kind of 
passed him. Yeah, passed in the torch. Now it's really his responsibility. Do you think he gets invited to the funeral? If they have a public funeral, yes, probably. No, even a private funeral. Do you think he'd get invited to that? Well, they were team members, weren't they? They were teammates. No, no. I mean, they, I think they play on the USA team mm-hmm. at one point together, mm-hmm. but uh, no, 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 no. He came along after he was oh, gone right. and surpassed him on gotcha. that gotcha. accolade. But just played for the same team, correct? <laughs> and <laughs> um, I, again, it, some people, famous people, have private, just family member only. Right. Ceremonies. And then there's a public one that happens. There'll be a public one at the Staples Center, a, yeah. a memorial. Right, right. They're not going to have the casket or burn no, or whatever no, out no. there. In From what court. I understand, there's there's <laughs> nothing left. Yeah. Oh. Get an old coffee can. From, from what I've read, it smashed right into the, the mountain. He didn't know the mountain was there. He smashed right into it. Oh, so it wasn't like we're in a tailspin every, we know we're going foggy. down. He was climbing for altitude. And hit directly into the mountain. I guess kind of that makes me feel better, actually. That may, well, you hope they don't su- they didn't suffer. Right, that it just happened like that, and there wasn't like a panic of us going into yeah. a tailspin like that kind of thing. And finally, the Oklahoma State Cowboys hosted the Kansas City Jayhawks. The, Can- the Kansas Jayhawks. <laughs> Sorry, you were right there. <laughs> After falling behind <laughs> twelve to two and twenty four to seven midday through the opening half, the Cowboys <laughs> reeled off an impressive seventeen to one run over the six and a half minute span to pull back to. Two within one point with a minute 15 remaining, but it wasn't enough. KU won 65 to 50. That's Balls of the Ball Sports. I'm Ron Sam. Burgundy. On Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say. 282945 Super Bowl Party, Elgin Park, downtown. Four to six. If you're not sure where Elgin Park is, it's right next to One Oak. And it's a great little place. They brew beer there. They have beer there. They have delicious food there. Pizza and pretzels is on point. Yeah. Uh, and we'll be out there getting our pregame on for the Super Bowl. Let's go ahead and do listener emails. You can always email us, show at KMOD.com. Show at KMOD.com. Uh, this one says, my wife wants her father to move in with us. He doesn't work. He's retired. But he's having trouble paying bills. I love my father-in-law, but this isn't a fishing trip. This is a life disruption. The makeup of our household is going to change having him around 24-7. Not to mention it's another mouth to feed or uh, please with having his food in the house. It's hard enough to take care of three other people. How do I bring this up without pissing her off? Having a in-law move in with you. How do you talk about that with your spouse without... Torching the fields. Yeah, because automatically the other person's going to be defensive because it's their in-law. It's their it's, yeah, it's their blood. Yeah, their blood. Yeah, it's the, it's my mom. It's my dad. It's my responsibility. So it's hard to not be automatically defensive. Yeah. Mm. Have you ever have you ever had your mom or your wife's mom live with you guys? Mm, no, not permanently. For more than three nights um no i don't think so not that i can recall i think when my my mom had hip surgery i think i stayed one night with her but i stayed with her so it was her place yeah it wasn't the same yeah i don't think that's the same when me and my ex-husband were married my dad lived with us it's a big ask when 
when me and my ex-husband were then having problems, I moved out. My dad and my husband lived in the house together. What? Yeah. For a period Your of dad time. Sti- like, what are we talking? Well, because... A week? N- no, for like three months. Yeah, two or three Your months. Your dad stayed in the house. Hold on. I want to make sure... I want to recite mm-hmm. this back because I want to make sure I'm understanding it correctly because mm-hmm. it sounds so insane. Yeah. Your dad stayed in a house mm-hmm. with your ex when your relationship was over. Um, it was in the process of being over, but yes. Because I was in this limbo with the military that they're like, hey, we're going to be kicking you out any day now. Get ready to have your stuff like gone and packed. And like I had been told that for like six months. I didn't know if I was going to be in San Diego for another two weeks. And so when he and I were in the process of breaking up, I just went and lived with my best friend and then my rebound guy. Like, I was just bouncing in between their places. You're couch surfing. Yeah, between their two places and then had a room there that I would just come and get clothes from and would come to the house whenever my ex-husband was at work and hang out with my dad. But then when my ex-husband would come home, I would leave and it would just be them opposite So it was your house. Yeah, it was your house. You just didn't stay there when he was at home, when he was home. Uh, Yeah, I never stayed the night there and I... It was just my dad and my ex-husband at the house at the same time. And so it didn't make sense for either me or my dad to get a new place because I kept being told that, like, hey, any day, any day now you're going to have orders to leave in two weeks. So it wasn't even feasible. And so I lived like that for a while thinking that. Because yeah, it was it, more than two weeks. No, it was way more than two weeks. It was like six months Dang. that it ended up taking this process. It took so long. But I, that whole time I was, like, thinking I was going to be moving and so it made so did no your dad want to leave or was he like i'll just it's fine no like it was i, would, I gotta be honest there's no fine. way i could look at this man that has ruined it with my daughter yeah messed nope. it up with my daughter whatever the scenario right it doesn't matter if he was the angel yeah no i mean and it was it was like a lot of contention I'd be poisoning his food <laughs> he'd have salmonella constantly and it was it was like super super hard but like i feel like my dad did that because I was like in such a fragile state that he didn't want me. He didn't want to leave me alone in San Diego by myself while I waited. And so he. Yeah, but that means I, I'm speculating mm-hmm. him and your ex had conversations. They had heart to hearts. Probably Ooh, not. I, Probably no, I don't not. think so. You think they just for six months, they just mean mugged each other and never spoke. Pretty no, much for, like ships passing in the night. So no, it was maybe two or three months that this was where I wasn't at home at night. And it was like six months of the the Navy was telling me like, hey, you're going to leave now. You're going to leave now. You're going to leave now. So it was only like they had to do that for probably 60 days at max. But during that time that I don't think that he, my dad and him spoke. I think they just pretended each other didn't exist. And whenever my ex-husband would come home at night, he would go into his room and my dad would stay in his room because like. But it's military housing, right? It's not massive. no. We lived, we, it wasn't, we didn't live in military housing. We got our house in San Diego. So they had two separate ends of the house that they could stay But it was on. still not a big house, right? No, but like they're the master and the, the, where his room was on the other side of the house, they still had space in between them where they <sighs> didn't really have to. I'd be like, get out. If I was your, your ex, I'd be like, you need to leave. Well. <sighs> right? It makes, why do you have, why did he have to endure your dad being there any longer? I'm just talking about life people, like a life situation. Maybe it was out of respect for him, you know, so much as like yeah. I respect my elders enough to go ahead and no, but deal he with was this. my he dad puppies, dude. My, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> my dad was a good person, not right. involved in it, and so I think he 
my ex-husband didn't have a problem with my dad. He had a problem with me. And so I think that, and like in that one fight where my ex-husband kind of slammed me up against the wall and wouldn't let me leave, like my dad had gotten in the middle of it. Like he had seen what was going on. Wow. And, mm-hmm. and he stayed after that too. I mean, he stayed and I didn't, obviously, but yeah. So that's what I'm saying is they didn't really talk to each other that I know of or have any heart-to-hearts that I know of. My dad didn't think he was a good person, but my ex-husband did like my dad. He thought my dad was a good person. What do you do in that situation? She's bounced out. She's couch surfing and friends, right? As the dad, maybe can't afford a hotel constantly because those extended stays are not cheap. Right. And if you're getting one every day, that's still not cheap. Right. Are you going to go and live with her and her girlfriend or wherever she's at, you know, just kind of tag along yeah. and follow along, kind of put in yeah. a no-win situation. So it's like, if I was him, I'd be like, you know what? I'm cool. I'll stay here. Go take care of yourself, sure. sweetheart. I can handle my own. Okay. For a month. Well, I have a long take. But, and then no, again, I'm saying, like, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Everything you're saying makes sense. You can't mm-hmm. stay in a hotel. That was, That's expensive. Right. You can't do those things. But how long does it take you to get your ass together to get out? Well, again, like I said, the military was like, hey, it's going to be soon. Mm-hmm. So, like, me and my ex-husband were in the same place because... I wanted to move on and come move here and get all my stuff out of our house together, but I was waiting on these orders that they kept saying was coming, so it wasn't like we knew it was going to be two months. It was like, oh, they're still not in, they're still not in, and then it had just taken that long. Uh, Let's see. Texts that are coming in. It says, uh, I would think it would be much smarter to help him pay his bills. If you all can't come up with a couple hundred extra a month to help him with bills, you can't afford for him to live with you either. Uh, let's go to the phones. Mark is on. Hey, Mark, how are you? Hey, guys. I'm doing good. Good. What do you think? Well, this is going to be a tough conversation no matter what. Uh, but you can't go in uh, on the basis of this is inconvenient for me, so we're going to leave your dad out in the cold. That'll never work. Just like the text said, instead come up with alternatives. How can you help? What are you willing to do? Um, the, the He can come in for a month and then he has to go. That doesn't work because once they're there, it's really hard to get rid of them. That's even harder than not letting them in in the first place. Um, and I, he didn't mention if there were kids here, but these kids are going to see um, you're going to model how you treat your elders in front of your kids. So you need to try to find a way to make it work, something that works for everybody. We don't even know if their dad wants to move in with the daughter. Right? That's a whole other factor that could make this complicated but you got to look like you're trying to solve the problem not just being a barrier mark with the adult answer i love it man mark have a great day man thank you (laughs) i'm old (laughs) (laughs) right on brother have a great week thanks all right see you later Right, Mark's bringing up some great points. How about the fact that you don't know if he wants to do it what if great googly moogly doesn't want anything to do with it yeah what if he's like no i want to be able to walk around in my underwear (laughs) right yeah and if you have a house that's, what, normal 1,800 square feet, you're going to be on top of each other. Totally. And if you've got two other kids and they currently have their own bedroom, Ooh. they've got to give up one of their bedroom, which I think is what the listeners point out is like the dynamics totally getting disrupted. But it's family. Right. It's right. family. Right. I'm sure there's times in your life where you disrupted your parents' life, too. The chances of, <laughs> I'm guessing, the chances of that happening, a single parent moving in and ever leaving, is pretty low number. What? You don't think that that could just happen in the interim of, like, He doesn't have your- a job. It's not like he's suddenly going to ha- come into money. Mm-hmm. 
He's the, the email said he was retired. <sighs> that when you do something like that, you know what's harder than deciding to let a family member come into your home? Telling them to leave. Telling them to leave. <laughs> like, okay, you still have to be able to figure out your finances, so now go figure out it, figure it out without a home. Yeah. Where everything's taken care of. Right. No, you're right. And like if you're retired and it's not like you're gonna come into more money, so you're just you have to that time to what, save? Yeah, you're getting social security. I mean, that's a drip out of a faucet. You're not getting nearly enough to housing. You're not gonna put them in crappy housing because it's all they can afford. Like, ugh. That is not, there's, there is no solution to this that will make you happy based on what I'm hearing the, from the email, right? There's no solution that's like. Yeah, because you're right. If you're if, like with a crappy housing thing, if you're like, no, they can't move in. Sorry, that's just can't happen. Then what are you going to go visit your in-laws in some crappy place that you feel isn't good enough for them or, or whatever? Or isn't safe. Isn't safe, doesn't have heat or whatever it is that they can't afford and. Like, no, you're not going to do that because you don't want someone you love in an unsafe position. Bunch of tennis shoes around the power lines above their house. Like, you're not going to do any of that. Yeah, living next door to a drug dealer. Are you crazy? Corey's on. Hey, Corey, how are you? I'm great. How are you guys doing? Good, man. What do you think? Um, I have two instances where that had happened to me. And um, my uh, ex-Cuban girlfriend, her mom came from uh, basically the Bad Pigs and... um, she was a hustler. I mean, she basically taught me the whole game in Vegas. And she stayed with us for like two years, no problem. She'd go to work every day. And she was like 60 years old, and she went hard, you know. So we lived on one side of the house. We lived in a four-bedroom house on one side and the other, you know. And she'd go to work every day, and it really wasn't a problem. She'd be in our business, of course, but it didn't really bother me. And then on the other side, I was in Iowa, well, basically Chicago at the time. Uh, I was living. And she went to school every day, and she was basically at the house all day, every day. I'd wake up and take her to school, pick her up from school. It never bothered me one bit, you know? It's all about how you, you know, value your space. If you can live with people, you know, that are, like, in your business, then it's, I guess it's not a problem. But if you got, you know, just a girl and you want to be alone, then, you know, you want your own space, then I guess it's a problem. Do you feel like there's an obligation because it's family? Like yeah, it's, it's for not sure. And, and they basically, well, uh, my friend's mother basically was my mother. My, she basically died on the same day as my mother. So, like, she was basically my second mom. So she was also family. And the ex-girlfriend's mother, I consider her mother also, too. So it was the same situation both ways. I, I tell them I love them all the time, you know. I felt like just like they were my parents, you know. And still to this day, I call the one from Vegas my mom. Oh, that's sweet. And even though we're broke up, you know, and I don't even talk to the girl no more, but I still talk to the mother and the son because the son I basically raised since he was six years old, and he's now 19, so they're still family. Oh, my God. How long has it been since you haven't been with her? How long what? How long has it been since you haven't been with her? Oh, wow. Uh, 2008. What? So 11 years. You've been away from that kid way longer than you were in his life. Actually, no, I was with him uh, since, let's see, I, I got with her in 05. Uh, he just came back to Tulsa uh, probably about a year ago, but I was still in Vegas also. So I'd go up there and pick him up. I taught him how to drive uh, just about everything a dad wow. should do in a kid's life when he doesn't have a father. His father was a piece of you know what, you know. 
So, uh, but he had some trouble down there where he got hooked on a certain substance and uh, he needed to get away. So I took him down here in Tulsa and got him off the stuff and sent him back and he's doing okay now. So Right on, man. That's buddy. wonderful. You're good, buddy. All right, man. Well, have a great day. Thanks for calling and sharing. All right. All right Thank cool. you, guys. Right, See you later. See you later. Yep. See you later, Corey. Uh, Devin is on. Hey, Devin, how are you? Hi. How are you doing? I'm fine. Good. What do you think? So I lived with my ex before but it was me and my current girlfriend and she actually moved in with us Uh, it was a situation yes so long story short there's there's a situation basically where she got uh the kids taken at a point and she started to clean up but she had nowhere to go so we were like okay we can take you in but no drama no bs no no, none of this. Besides the implied. So, wait, I, uh, how long had you been broken up with your ex? Uh, we had been broken up about five years now. We when, got two kids together, though. When this happened, when she moved in with you, how long had, it been, had you guys been not together? Uh, probably about three years, right about. Wow. And so you looked at it as bringing in the mother of your children. Yes, that it was a very important factor because now our relationship has never been better. Like we talk to each other about everything, even our own relationships. We we go to each other about, but everybody understands it's a mutual friendship thing. It's a loving relationship. It's not, you know, boyfriend girlfriend. It's father co-parent. and mother. Yeah, co-parent. And your girl that you were with that was like, yes, I will agree to let your ex move in. Um, was there any problem between the two females, like, when she moved in? I mean, of, of course, tensions were kind of high at first, but the the longer yeah. they got to know each other, the better it got between them. And now they're best friends. They go out and drink together all the time now. So it's Cheers, like, we've seen the same okay. penis. Cheers! <laughs> <laughs> were the kids living with you when she moved in? Yes, at that point, she had got the kids taken, and um, they were living with me. Wait, she got the kids taken away from her to live with you, and so then you brought okay. her back in? Okay. Uh, that seems before, like the court wouldn't have been okay with that. It seems like <laughs> before, counterproductive. Okay, well, see, that's the thing. It wasn't courts involved. This was all family involved. The family took the children away, put them in my possession, and everybody was in agreement that that was the best move, so in, including her. So after, really what it was, long story short, is she got mess, messed up with the wrong guy. And he is this you? Is, are we talking about you? <laughs> no, 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 oh, no. Okay. This is her ex, thank uh, God. Okay, all right. But he got her into drugs real bad, and she started neglecting herself, the kids, the house, yeah. everything. And just was so focused on him and what they were doing that she wasn't paying attention. Right. So, so what should so what should they do? Should they let the uh, the father move in with them? The father in law. As long as they can respect each other, that's. I would definitely say so. I mean, you just have to have an understanding that this is this is a temporary situation. It's not going to be permanent for anybody, but it's just it helps people out and it builds a closer relationship between the families. You know what I mean? Right on. All right, man. Well, thanks for calling. Have a great day. All right. Thank you. All right. See you later, Devin. Uh, Sam, we got this listener email from um, this guy, his wife's 
father. She wants the father to move in. Retired. Can't pay bills, whatever. And he's a little freaked out, not sure how to bring it up or what he should say. Yeah, man, that is a a lose-lose awkward conversation. But I feel like before you commit to having him move in, that you should sit down offer to make a budget and see where you guys can help in that way because I agree with Corbin once they move in especially if he's retired there is no exit door if that's the plan so I would try to intervene as much as possible so that your father-in-law can still have independence and you guys can help out in that way rather than immediately moving him into your house Gimpy it's gonna suck no matter how you look at it it's not gonna make anybody happy at all whatsoever. Your old lady's gonna be pissed because you are questioning her judgment. You're gonna be pissed because she wants her dad to move in. You gotta sit down and talk with her and let her know how you feel. See if there's other ways you can go about it. Maybe you could put them in old folks' home. Let them take care of them, and then you uh. don't have to worry about it. You had your, you've had family members move in with you. Do you agree it's harder to tell them to leave? Once you've let him in, is it harder to tell him to leave? Uh, not necessarily. I mean... In your experiences? In my experience, I went off on everybody and told them to get the F out. So in my experience, no. It was actually quite easy. Well, I mean... But, but you I let it get to that. You I, got, I get where you're at. Yes, building up to that point. You know, you can only take so much because it is family. You know, your parents will let you into their house anytime. Doesn't matter how old you are. You're 45 years old. You going through a divorce. You lose everything. Your parents will bring you in regardless. And you should do the same for them. It's going to suck. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be hard to try to blend two lives together like that. Um, But at the same time, I mean, as long as you all sit down and and maybe have a decent conversation about it, maybe maybe it'll work out just fine. Yeah. Uh, Short of him being a criminal... Right? Mm. Shut your mouth. Short of him being a drug addict. You got to let him in, man. Gimpy said it. Your parents will take you in every time. I think they call that unconditional love. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of your family safety would be the only reason mm-hmm. to not let that happen, I think. Yeah, it's going to be uncomfortable. Yeah, you're going to probably have to see him walk around in his undies. <laughs> yeah, it's, you're going <laughs> to smell when he's been in the bathroom for hours. Yeah, the bathroom's going to be locked up for when you need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not going to be able to do what you want to do. But you got to do it, man. Mm-hmm. It's family. I don't agree with throwing him in the old folks' home. That's worse. That's putting him out to pasture, right? Mm-hmm. That's like, I don't. I want to not be bothered by this problem. As long as you go and visit at least once a month, you're good. I think the bill is far more heavy coming from that place. Right. Some people are saying, hey, if you can... If you're going to pay a couple hundred bucks to keep him in your house, why not just give him the couple hundred bucks? Who knows who he's going to spend it on? Yeah. Well, I I mean, help him budget first. Yeah. You can help him budget all you want, but they're a free will. Yeah. That would be my advice to try that first. Yeah. That's a crazy man. Your life's a changing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Good luck. Uh, Someone was like, is that a 10? I mean, it's not a 10 for me. But it sounds like it's a 10. It might be a 10 for Gimpy or it might be a 10, 10 for Sam or anybody else. But. For me, it's like, no, you got to do it. Yeah. If they need it, that's what you got to do. Uh, we got to take a break. We'll be back. The Big Mad Morning Show returns next. Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5. 
Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. Someone sent a text in. There's nice 55-plus communities. <laughs> Where are these communities? Where are these 55-plus communities? And you're saying they're nice. Sure, they're probably expensive, which he cannot afford right now. Right. Does he want to pick up the bill for? Yeah. Listener emails, you can always email us, show at KMOD.com, show at KMOD.com. This one says, my girlfriend of three years wants us to get married. She says being together for three years, that this is the next obvious step. We live together. We have a kid together. We are married. I think she just wants to make the pact to die together. I think she just wants to post married on her Facebook. I tell her, then do it. We don't need to spend a couple grand just to change a status on Facebook because society says we need to, or her girlfriends tell her it's what she's supposed to do. Do you guys agree? 918-460 came. Why are you shaking your head? You I never just shake have your head. Such an opinion about this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll save it till the end. I just have such an opinion about this. <laughs> I mean, I don't think we need to save it to the end for us to hear you say, right? Get married. You need to get you need to get married. No, I I just as strongly as you feel like well, society doesn't say that you're married. Is probably how she feels about getting married. I feel like it's just She such, clearly does. That's yeah, what it said. Yeah, that, um, but like, it just seems like him being like, it's just, well, society doesn't make, a piece of paper doesn't make you married. Like, we're already act married, and why can't we, or why do you need a piece of paper to say you're married is how she needs that piece of paper to say you're married. As stupid as you think it is that she needs a piece of paper to be married, she thinks it's stupid that you won't just sign the piece of paper. If you already feel like you're married, right. then why does it matter? Like, it's. You're not going to like what I have to say. That's fine. Because well, that's if not you new. can't agree, <laughs> <laughs> well played. I didn't even see that one coming around the corner there. If you can't agree on being married, what are you doing together? But I'll change him. If you can't agree on what being married is, mm -hmm. you shouldn't be together. I think that a lot of... Guys in the beginning will be like, I don't want to get married. I just, who needs that? I don't need the ring. Uh, I, who wants to spend five grand or 10 grand or whatever on a wedding? That's, that's useless. And the girl will be like, oh, it'll be different with me. I mean, you're right. I think what you're saying is no, his opinion never changed. Right. Like he, from the beginning, thought that probably because that sounds like it's not something that three yeah. years in you're like, oh, I don't want to get married. We're practically married already. We have a kid. It's fine. I want to live in a brick house. I want to live in a straw house. Mm. We'll change. Yeah, exactly. No, he doesn't want to do that. Uh, let's go to Michael is on. Hi, Michael. How are you? Oh, I'm good. doing good. What do you think, sir? Uh, I think this guy is just being a giant wussy. I mean, if they've uh, been together for so long and they already have a kid together, sure, they're basically married. But at the same time, no, they're not actually married. It's kind of like uh, back when I was a kid and I was watching Gene Simmons' Family Jewels. <laughs> you know, he always made it like he always made a big deal, like, "Oh, Shannon and I have been, you know, happily unmarried for forty whatever years." That's not the same thing, man. You know, she wants an actual, full-on commitment that says. Yes, we will be together forever. Right. He said it. He's like, she wants a pact to die together. <clears throat> yeah, he's, he's being a wuss, and he needs to either go ahead and make the actual commitment, because after all, there's more benefits to being married than there are to not being married, but being together, quote unquote. Well, you know, for he, you, he what's a, a benefit of being married? 
Uh, well, for one thing, you would get better tax breaks from what I understand. <laughs> get it. I mean, you know, why not? Anything that will increase, you know, uh, like how much money you're making or, you know, how, uh, <clears throat> how you live your life. You know, it's not about what society says because on that, on his whole, uh, you know, F society, I get that. I understand that. And I, I agree with that. But at the same time, they've been together for three years to make the actual commitment. Right on, Michael. Preach. Have a great day, man. Thank you. Y'all All right, do buddy. Too. See you later. Sam, listener email from a guy who he's been with his girl for uh, three years and they have a kid together and she wants to get married. And he's like, why do we need to do that? Just change your Facebook status. Why should we spend money? She says, or he feels like she wants it because her friends are telling her it's the society thing to do or the next step. What do you think? Maybe she feels like that's the next step and you're just against it. And I feel like if you don't want to get married and that's her end goal you guys have two separate goals so while it's just been three years either decide that's not what you're going to do and you're not going to change your mind or bend if you're practically married then sign the piece of papers when ever somebody dies you don't tell their boyfriend oh or their family we're practically married there's a lot of stuff that being married there's benefits to not just tax breaks but then you're legally being obligated to somebody and I feel like that is important. So while you feel like it's just a piece of paper, it's not. That's why people have weddings. So either decide now that you're not going to change your mind and that's not important to you or bend and get married. Gimpy. Been with this gal for three years. You have a kid. Yeah, you're practically married. Your girlfriend wants a goddamn wedding. Give it to her. If you love her like you pretend you do, at least like you tell her you do, then give her what she wants. It's not a big deal. And if it doesn't work out, there's always divorce. <laughs> True. He's right. Right. It's not a pack to die together because you have an out. Right. Let's take a lawyer. Right. Uh I think to me, it's not whether it's a wedding, if you should get married or not, or whether you are married or not. That's to me, that's not the issue. Mm. To me, the issue is you both are rowing in two different directions. Going in circles. Away from each other. Mm. One wants to get married, one doesn't. That's how does that not how is that a red flag for everybody? Well, and it's not like oh your favorite ice cream is vanilla and mine's chocolate. Like those are goals. No, these are lifestyles yeah, choices. Yeah, those are goals. Hey, I want to live on the what's that Geico commercial where she's like he wanted to live somewhere sunny and he wanted to live somewhere with snow right. so they live in a snow globe. <laughs> like that's two different worlds, man. <laughs> and how do those coexist? I don't know how they do because if you want to be married and the other doesn't, I don't know how you get work around that. I don't know what the media meeting in the middle is on that. You can't be married two weeks out of the month. Yeah. Right? Well, society. Get out of here. Yeah, it's the it, worst. It's, it's weird. Uh, yeah, so to me, you've got some major issues to deal with. She clearly wants to be married, and you clearly don't want to give her what she wants. Dick. That's, that's, the, that's the truth. And likewise, he doesn't want to be married, and she doesn't want to give him what she what he wants. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're both, like I said, rowing in two different directions. Yeah. Uh, you can always email us, show at KMOD.com. We'll take a break, and we'll be back. Tulsa's Morning Show continues next. The Big Man Morning Show on Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. Okay, good. Gimpy, we're going to play... Um, we're going to play Will Make Sam Cry. No! Oh, I like it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, and 
when we, I'm going to send you something, Gimpy, because right. you'll have to listen to it first. Uh huh. And um, listen to it off air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then decide whether you think Sam, it will make Sam cry. Sam, I'm putting the screener. You don't click it yet. Right, don't right, right. Do it. All right. And I will play it. You don't even have to watch it. I'll just play it. I can play it actually on the air and, and you can listen to it that way. And we'll decide whether it's going to make Sam cry or not. Now, I th- I feel like I've got like a 50-50 track record on will something make you cry. Now, we do this because Sam is, how can I say this in the sweetest way possible? Overdramatic. <laughs> no, well, that's not the sweetest oh, okay. way possible. No, that Very dramatic. Again. No, try again. A drama queen. Uh, try again. Crazy. Try again. Psycho. Try again. Uh, this is getting worse, by the way. Is it? You're okay. Way on the other spectrum. Okay. Emotional. Highly emotional. There you go. That's good. Yes. Crazy bitch. Excuse you. We are. Isn't it the same thing? No, are you saying the same bingo thing? Bingo. Highly Weren't emotional. All those the same description? Absolutely not. Okay. Well, you just wanted to call me a crazy bitch. So I like to. F- <laughs> I feel like you. You may. You may That's be on. You, you may be onto something. There, Corbin. You may be onto something there. Um. So uh, this is just one of those fun things where we see if it'll make her cry or not. And I'll play it, and we'll see if it does. I pick it because I think she's going to cry. If I'm picking it, I think she's going to cry. But I played, Gimpy has now listened to it. So I'm curious <laughs> if Gimpy thinks it's going, if, if it's going to make her cry. What do you think, Gimpy? Oh, yeah. It's gonna make her cry. Oh yeah. Are you crying? No, no, oh, okay. no. But I can. I'm, I mean, I'm listening to it. And I'm watching it, and I putting myself in Sammy's shoes. Oh her, god. Her thigh high boots, and I'm like, <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, okay. Are you ready, Sam? Uh, I'm making sure the tissues are close, but yes. Strap in and yes, prepare yourself. All right. All right. Good god damn. Here we go. It's likely that you're hearing many personal anecdotes about Kobe Bryant, so here's mine. I met Kobe one time, backstage at an event for ESPN in New York, and I saw him and I thought, oh my gosh, that's Kobe. I gotta get a picture for the gram. Hmm. That's the picture. (laughs) I didn't get it for a few minutes because as I approached him, he immediately commented on my rather large eight-month pregnant belly. How are you? How close are you? What are you having? Mm -hmm. A girl, I said, and then he high-fived me. Girls are the best. I asked him for advice on raising girls, seeing as though he quite famously had three at the time. And he said, just be grateful that you've been given that gift because girls are amazing. His third daughter, Bianca, was about a year and a half old at the time. So I asked if he wanted more children. And he said that his wife, Vanessa, really wanted to try again for a boy, but was sort of jokingly concerned that it would be another girl. And I was like, four girls, are you joking? Like, what would you think? How would you feel? And without hesitation, He said, I would have five more girls if I could. I'm a girl dad. When it came to sports, he said that his oldest daughter was an accomplished volleyball player and that the youngest was a toddler, so TBD. But that middle one, he said, that middle one was a monster. She's a beast. She's better than I was at her age. She's got it. That middle one, of course, was Gigi. When I reflect on this tragedy and that half an hour that I spent with Kobe Bryant two years ago, I suppose that the only small source of comfort for me is knowing that he died doing what he loved the most, being a dad, being a girl dad. Oh, yeah. Oh, that one didn't get you, though. Yeah, right? Mm. We were both wrong on that one. That was a... God, you are a cold-blooded bitch. I cannot figure out what's going to make you cry and what's not. How many times I've gotten someone like, this will make her cry, and it doesn't. Mm -hmm. 
That, no, that this I would think would make you cry because your dad was a was I a girl dad. Yeah. No, but uh, I've heard that like five times and it gets me every time. Mm-hmm. Oh, because you're a girl dad too. I am. Oh, yeah. That's, Nothing. Just dry. I mean, that is. Huh. Ugh, touching. <laughs> I mean, that sucks. That's but touching, I mean... but it's not like gonna make me cry. That's just like, oh. We'll get you. Don't worry. You did on Monday. You get one wet day of a week where you make me cry. All right, we're gonna take a break, <laughs> and we'll be back. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. Nine one eight four six zero K M O D can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. We're going to do to tell the truth before we do, though. Don't forget about our Super Bowl party happening in Elgin Park downtown. Um, pizza and beer and pretzels and good food. And it's all starting at 4 o'clock on Friday to get our Super Bowl pregame going. And uh, there'll be uh, some VIP tickets. you got to sign up at KMOD.com for those. Deadline to enter is to Thursday at the end of the day. All right, let's do to tell the truth. Let's get started with that now. Time to tell the truth. This is your opportunity to ask anything you want. Just remember, keep it clean. No bodily fluids, nothing sexual, and don't forget, we can and will pass on a question. Let's open up the phone lines. Here's Corbin and the gang with all the truth you're going to need. On 918-460-KMOD. What got you laughing? Uh, This uh, text that came in. Go ahead. You could use it to open up. You have to pick one. You wake up every morning butt naked, freezing cold, or you go to sleep every night hot and sweaty. Which one are you picking? This is so easy. I'm with Sammy on this one. <laughs> this is super easy. Wake up every morning freezing cold. Absolutely. I do anyways because <laughs> I like my house freezing cold. And now we have a nest so I can set the timer to go off so that the heater will come on, you know, when it's cold outside, that the heater will turn the house up to 64, I think. Yeah. And because normally we have it at like 59 or something. What? Yeah. Which or, we've, did, we've talked about before does no good at all whatsoever. You're just overworking your AC. Right. But I mean, it's cold outside right now. So having it at 59, it's just, you know, nothing. The heater is probably open up a window, turn the heater or off. turn our air conditioner on in our bedroom, which we have. We have a window unit in our bedroom, oh, too. God. How, how oh, dry God. is your house? For real. Well, we have the, I don't know, the thing you turn on that... I don't know what sound you just made. Well, I was trying to make the sound that it makes, but I realized I really couldn't do it with my mouth because it sounds... My mouth would make it sound louder than it is, but I said, I think it's... I don't think it's a dehumidifier, but it does something to the air. So you... Air purifier. That's what it is. Well, that doesn't put humidity in the air. Okay. Well, I don't know. It does something. Uh, An air purifier cleans the air, takes all the dust and crap out of the air. Okay. That's what it is then. But if you're using an air conditioner and you're running a humidifier, the air conditioning unit is taking humidity out of the air. No, no, no. We don't have a humidifier. We have an air purifier, whatever that does. Right. Takes the dust out of the air, essentially. So maybe our house is dry. I don't know. I love it, though. So easy. I'd rather wake up. Uh, freezing cold because I cannot sleep when it is super hot. It's there's, Do you have covers over you? Yes. Like how many? Snuggled up. Well, we have a sheet and then our duvet and then there's another blanket that hangs on the, at the end and that's if it gets too cold or whatever. Then what temperature is that? What temperature is too cold? I don't know because I just like it. I like the air to be cold and be snuggled up in covers and 
Can yes. you imagine, like, you find Lovely. this girl, Gimpy, and you, she's yeah. amazing, you yeah. love her, yeah. you have great sex, yeah. great conversation, yeah. but she keeps the room so goddamn cold that you cannot deal no. with it. See, Like, okay. you're contemplating getting married because it's so freaking cold, <laughs> and you're like, I don't know if I can do this forever. Pause. When Jeff and I first met, he didn't sleep with a fan on, like the noise or whatever, and his room wasn't super cold, and I'm like, I can't sleep like this. This is how I like to sleep, and now maybe it's a laundry thing again, but that's how he likes to sleep. When we traveled to Arizona <laughs> with my sister and my brother-in-law, they don't like to sleep like we do, where it's like super cold, and so we had to come to some sort of agreement, and for whatever reason, the heater was in our effing room, and so it was like miserably hot, and we were both just like, oh my god, this sucks. So I think he's now just grown accustomed to liking the cold to sleep like me. If he ever has a thing that means, like, I want this, you have to do it. You have no choice. That's true. Because he, he nothing's a 10 for this cat. <laughs> Nothing. Oh, you're right. Nothing. So when he's like, no, I want this, and, and you go, hmm, you literally have to be like, you're right, I have to let you have this, because it, I don't ever get asked for a, anything. Yeah, uh, uh, everything's a 10 for me. So <laughs> he's always yeah. a 1, and I'm always everything. a 10. Give yeah. me what's yours. Um, I would much rather wake up butt naked and freezing cold. And I'll tell you why. Because waking up after sweating all night long, you feel greasy. You feel mm. slimy. Yeah. You have it's just, you have to peel the sheets off of you because uh, yeah. you've been sweating in them all night. Ew. It's much easier to get up and put some clothes on, all right, and warm up that way as opposed to putting a shirt on over your sweaty, nasty body. Yeah. Give me the freezing ass cold anytime. Probably sweaty. Waking Ugh. up sweaty. Uh, or going to sleep sweaty. Because I'm a night sweater. I sweat when I sleep. Mm. So when you not want that? I'm used to it. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> right? I'm used to it. So it says but wait I- for menopause. We can keep meat in our house. Living a meat locker. Uh, all right, let's go to the phones. It looks like uh, Charles has been waiting. Charles, how are you? I'm pretty good. How about you? I'm good, sir. Charles, what is it you have for to tell the truth? If you guys had your own three bands for a lineup for Rocklahoma, what would they be? Three bands, Rocklahoma. Who would they be, Sam? Um, Tool, in this moment, Rage Against Machine. Gimpy. Past or present, anybody, any three bands, I'm going to say Metallica. All right? I'm going to say Tool. And then lastly, it's going to be Zepp. Okay. Red Zeppelin. Uh, I am picking Tool. Three. Okay. Rage Against the Machine, mm-hmm. Beastie Boys, and System of a Down. That's what I'm picking. What about you, Charles? Uh, mine will probably be System of a Down. Um, Megadeth and probably Metallica. Yeah. Right on. Nice. Charles, have a great day. Yeah, you too. All right, buddy. See you later. It's always a fun question. Uh, let's see. What's the dumbest thing you have done based on a dare? <laughs> dumbest thing based on a dare. <laughs> Uh, in high school, I longboarded naked, and I had never longboarded before. And I was like, oh, it's just, that looks easy. Longboarding Something, is skateboarding, essentially, yeah, but it's just, a longer skateboard. Yeah. yeah. And the people I was with was like, oh, it's easy. You just cruise on it. Don't worry about it. It doesn't take much coordination. 
And it does. Why did they want you to do it naked? Because we were dumbasses in high school, drunk, and it just seemed like a good idea. To so just come. drunk longboarding so, is crazy. Yeah, and were we, you the only girl? No, I had like two other girlfriends with me. And how many guys yeah. were in this uh, gathering here? I don't know. You, two at girls least, and like what six guys? Uh, yeah, at least six. <laughs> and who? How many of the people in attendance did this naked? I think everybody ended up doing it. I think. But I'm not, I know me and my girl best friend did. I'm not sure about the other chick that was there. I'm not 100% sure. I don't remember her. But then, and then I remember four of the dudes that were with us. And, man, that's crazy. In high school? Mm-hmm. Doing that, that's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because. Stupid. There was neighbors. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, like you're on a city street, I'm guessing. Yeah, in a neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. This seemed like a great idea and I wanted to be impressive. In my head, it was going to go swimmingly that like, oh, cool. This chick's so much fun. She'll get naked and be so good at longboarding the first time that she ever does it. That's so cool. What an awesome chick. No, that's not what happened. Is I got, and you longboard on asphalt. It's like, you know, there's gravelly stuff in there. And you're naked. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so my drunk ass was like, oh, oh, nothing. Go for it. Just like pushed off and completely maybe went like a foot and a half and fell off and skinned. Oh! Like, like on your side or your front? No, on the side. I fell like over. On your ass? No, like on my hip and on my ankle and on my elbow. Like the whole side took it. I can only imagine the reaction was, oh! Yes! Damn. Are you okay? You know what's not sexy? A road rash. <laughs> and me like, <laughs> help! Uh, all right, Gimpy, what's the dumbest thing you have done based on a dare? This was... Shortly after I turned 21, we walk out of Studio 310, pissed drunk, and uh, my buddy's like, hey, dare you to wrap your nuts around that pole, bet you can't do it. <laughs> I guess you don't know why they call me stretch nuts, do you? So I did. I did. And it wasn't like a massive pole. It was about maybe, I don't know, two and a half inches in diameter, so pretty pretty good. It was like one of the ones that hold up the awnings. You know what I'm talking about? You yeah. come out and it's one of those size poles. So it's not like it's a flag pole. It's like a one a inch or one pole. inch like metal pole. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just enough for me to, yeah, totally wrap around and touch. Boom. So they called you Stretch Nuts before that. Why? I don't know. It was just a friend, a name that a friend gave me. Call um, you Kimpy Stretch Nuts. Okay. Mine was putting my junk on the light that shined up on the main building on campus drunk and was you know trying to make it look as large as possible so <laughs> I got right next to that halogen light that burns at like 300 degrees why do all of ours involve genitals <laughs> because you they're know naked yeah it's always you know bad things happen when you're naked not all not in my world <laughs> <laughs> drunk and naked uh to tell the truth 918-460-KMOD, or you can text BMMS, and then what you want to say to 82945. Do you have any reoccurring dreams? This one says, I always have a dream that I'm driving a vehicle with no brakes. Damn. my life. Um, I still have been having dreams about my teeth falling out. That's still something that has How is your teeth pain? I mean... All right, let me me phrase the question. Are you still having teeth pain? Yes. Can you still chew things, not chew things? Yes. I can still not, I'm still not able to chew on some hard things. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. Uh, On a scale of one to 10, it's a? Whatever I chew, like right now, it's a a one. If I chomp my teeth together, 
like I can feel it a little sensitive, but then sometimes if I chew something hard, it'll be like a spike of like a seven of like, ah, ooh, mm. don't do that again. Sensitive. Will you go back to the dentist for your follow-up? We'll give it some time. <laughs> so no. <laughs> I, you have I no plans to go back. I I know you're dealing with other things. I'm just asking yeah, the question. I'm I I don't think so. They warned me that it may take a while. I don't know if they meant it may take a while. September, October, November, December, four months. So maybe not. I think they said like six weeks till it's back to normal. So I didn't really realize it's been that many months. But yeah, it's it's low on the totem pole. I can still chew. It's no, not. No, you can't. You just said no, you no, can't. No. I mean, I can still. Somewhat. Yeah. Before, I was just sucking soup through a straw. And that's how bad it was. So now okay. I can eat food and I can, you know, I'm not having pain while talking to you in my face. So. Those two things are good. It's, it's at the very bottom of my list of things to, you know, situate right now. Gimpy. I done forgot what the question right. was. Recurring dreams. Recurring dreams. That's why I just said Gimpy because I too had forgotten. Wait a minute. Okay, so <laughs> I haven't had a reoccurring dream since I was ooh, in my teens. And I used to have this one. It was always either I'd be running for something and I'd jump and then I'd just keep, you know, flying essentially. But one that really sticks out in my early teen years was I kept having a dream about an explosion, a massive explosion happening. Sometimes it was the uh, propane tank that was outside of the house. Sometimes it was a gas station or whatever, but it was always this massive explosion that I witnessed somewhere. And then... This is fun because shortly after I kept having those reoccurring dreams about explosions, there was a plant down in Mexico that had exploded. Boom! And then I stopped having those reoccurring dreams. I haven't had one since. Huh. Uh, probably the only reoccurring dream is I have dreams with my dad in it. That's fair. Yeah, but I, I t- don't take that. I don't digest that as anything other than my dad was a part of my life and... Right, right. It's I'm not like he's an trying to dream, yeah. speak like, to you or anything. No, I you don't just, believe that at all. You just miss mm. your pops. Do you, yeah. Gimpy, believe that your loved ones visit you in your dreams? Yes. I believe that you get uh, signs, signals in your dreams. I believe that your dreams could, uh, a lot of the time, they're just, you know, your imagination. But there are some point in times that you're getting a message. You're getting a message and you should listen. Do you feel like the, I'm going to make the statement, you tell me if you you feel it's true mm-hmm. or false. Mm-hmm. Your dreams are a portal to either the past or the future. Past or the future. Not so much the past. Future for sure. The past is already written. You, okay, so there's nothing that your dreams that are telling you is going to fix what's already ever happened. Okay, that's just a memory being replayed in, in your head while you sleep. To the future, yes. Yes, because there's been many a times that, like, I'd have a dream, my mom would come and tell me something or whatever the case may be, and I was just like, ah, it's just a stupid dream, whatever, and then whatever that dream was about, whatever message I'd received would come to fruition. I'm like, damn, I should have listened. I should have put that in the work. Wait, since she's died that you've had? This is, I was just using that as an example, and it even happened before she was dead, beforehand. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe in any of that stuff. Mm. I think that's just the chemicals working in your head. And to the texture that said, "Gimpy, when you dream of yourself, do you have two good arms?" No. That's a that's an that's a fair mm-hmm. question. Mm-hmm. It is. It really is. No, but I I um I am I am me in my right, physical it's the only body right now. It's all know. that I know. So no, I don't have two good arms. 
Uh, what podcast are you currently listening to, Sam? Um, I've been listening to Stuff You Should Know podcast. How's that working out? Well, I learned some stuff about jellyfish I didn't know, so. Okay. Uh, Gimpy? A whole bunch of none. Because you don't listen to podcasts. No, I'm a music guy. Um, I'm listening to Behind the Bastards. It's a podcast about Charlton's and people who do trickery. It's pretty fantastic. Yeah. The current one I'm listening to has to do with, oh, fun, I get to bring it up. Mm -hmm. I didn't think I was going to get, is about how um, this woman created a charity in Uganda to feed underprivileged kids, but she was feeding these kids and helping them that she couldn't help herself with wanting to medically help them and she was going on YouTube and learning how to do th- things and essentially killed thousands of kids because she wasn't a doctor but people kept coming to her as if she was. And she killed thousands of kids? Hundreds. Yeah. What? And it's, you know, third world country. There was a white woman wearing a white coat. Mm-hmm. They just believed her. It's a white devil. Oh my God. Yeah. Does she feel like super guilt about that? Uh, no, she believed she was helping people, and and it, that's not my favorite one. My favorite one they've ever done is about the Ow. the guy who um, told everybody he was a doctor and would put goat testicles um, inside people to make them believe they could be fertile, and people bought into it. <laughs> Here, take my money. Yes, <laughs> and he would be lit. And when people, he would be little people. That it didn't work for, and he would say, "Well, then you must be stupid." <laughs> I'm not joking. Like people fell for this. It, I didn't realize this until recently. Doctors are the most—I don't want to say parodied, impersonated field in that, our society. That makes sense because if you have a doctor in front of your name, I automatically respect you. I'm like, wow, you must be smart. You went to school. You like you automatic automatically yeah. have respect for them. Some people do. I mean, I I, I would think probably most, most people probably yeah, because you're raised that way. They're an authority. So in order to become a doctor, you have to go through a ton of school, and you got to yeah. be super smart. Isn't it weird to think like you just automatically assume something about somebody because they have dr in front of them? Mm-hmm. But on the opposite end of that spectrum, you laugh at somebody that medically diagnoses themselves via the internet. Right, because we trust the people who have that dr in front but of that's their name. Stupid too, right? I mean, but the hell, they went to school for eight years. No, but you don't longer. know that. You're only You're right. doing it because they have the dr in Absolutely. front of them. Absolutely, yeah. DDS at the end. And mm-hmm. I'm not googling it to see where you actually went to school. Any of the doctors I yeah. have now, I couldn't tell you what school they went to or what degree I they have. Either. I don't know. I don't I look either. that up. I just assume. <laughs> as long as it doesn't say community college. I mean, what I makes? Mean, even I don't then. know if that's true. I don't know. I don't care. I don't if, know. Even if they did graduate from a community college, I would have no idea because any of the four major doctors I'm seeing right now, I have no idea where they graduated. I don't Do know you know they if did. they're doctors? I mean, right. it says doctor on the door. It says right, right there on yeah. the right coat. Man. I, I can go buy vinyl lettering to put on a door. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't and know. They wear a white coat. Do they wear a white coat? Yeah, I mean, the doctors I'm seeing they Do have white coats on. Do you know the length on. of the coat means something? I do know that because I think you've told me that before, and I had last time I was in the hospital, I was telling my mom, I was like, "Well, like that's an important doctor. It's a really long coat. How long that coat is? It's yeah. like a cloak. It's a big deal. <laughs> big deal. Big deal. Big deal. <laughs> um, Beyond the Bastards is the name of that. Somebody texted in, wanted to know what the name of that was again. What is the last thing that has made you happy? Cry. I'll go ahead while you're thinking about it. Um, 
every day at dinner, I sit, I always finish before everybody else, and I sit there and stare at my children, and I'm just flabbergasted that I did that. Oh, seriously? Every day. Yes. Every day you happy cry? I mean, I don't bawl in front of them, but... <laughs> like, you get happy emotional? There's some days I get emotional, yes. Um, for Christmas, my sister got me a shadow box of the American flag that the VA had sent to our family when my dad died. And she got that shadow box with a bunch of pictures of me and my dad that are, like, my favorite. And so it's the flag and pictures in a shadow box. Yes. Wow. Like, the flag's on top, and then the the pictures are on the bottom and I wasn't expecting her to get me anything for Christmas and so she like pulled me aside and gave me that which I knew that the VA had given us a flag and we had already agreed that I would get it since I was the one that was in the military but I had I hadn't seen it so I just kind of didn't really want to ask where the flag was I just I don't know it's been in the back of my mind I just don't want to bring it up so I didn't know that they were doing that for me and so that made me cry hard how many Items did you have to move off something to put that? I'm gonna let Gimby and I are gonna guess the number of items you had to move off a shelf to put that on a shelf. I'm going to or say off a wall, off of a wall. I'm gonna say she had to move at least five things. Okay, I'm gonna go with 15. Damn, because I'm going with like trinkets and like silly right, things, all the little stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I have two things that mean a lot to me that my dad gave me that are wall hanging things, and that is a Cat Stevens signed album. And this flag shadow box, and I have not put them up in my house. I will not put them up in this house. So I cleared in my closet the same space next to the Cat Stevens thing to save these somewhere special because I don't. I'm, I don't want to put them up in this. So you house. have these amazing things that are not in a hanging box. up. <laughs> they're, well, no, they're not. They're not in a box. <laughs> they're on the very top shelf what of my Gibby? closet. What gives oh, that even the better? equivalent yeah. of your child bringing home something they created or painted or whatever at school? Yeah. And then the folks are like, yeah, I've got a great spot for this in the closet. Because <laughs> no. they're ashamed of their child's crappy artwork? No, those two things are too important to yeah. me. Are you to just have hiding them. from your emotions? Do, maybe. Do, maybe do, do, that too. That's probably more that's, accurate. That's probably true. Do, has your sister come over and not seen it up? Like, do you think she would be hurt going, where is it? And you're like, oh, it's in the back of the closet. No, because they both, I mean, they both know my goal is to not be in this house that me and Jeff are in. And so I don't want to put up more stuff. We have too much stuff. And so those things are too important to me to put up there right now. Right. They're they're so important. You shove them in the back of a closet. Yeah, I don't want them. <laughs> no, they're on the top shelf of a no, closet, you asshole. That, I don't know what you're saying that's trying to make it better. It's just in because a closet. It's not no, out for the no world one's seeing to see. It. Yeah, that's yeah. that's where the issue Back of the is. closet, get, top of the closet, no one's seeing it. Yeah, they, I don't want them to get, like, damaged. I, they're, they're, like... Well, you're succeeding. Yeah. I, they're important to me, so that's why they're up there. I don't want them out on our walls, which are cramped. Wouldn't make sense. I want them to be perfectly preserved for when me and Jeff get a house. Did he sign it Cat Stevens or Yusuf Islam? Ooh. Ooh, I think it's a Yusuf Islam. Ah. I think that's what he signed it. Okay. Yeah. Which would be weird that he would sign it as that. But anyway, uh, Gimpy. Last time I happy cried yeah. would be when my daughter was born. 15 years ago last what? Friday. You haven't happy cried what? in 15 years? No, man. No. 
I know, it's weird, isn't enough, it? Enough brown, that'll work. Right? Uh, all right, we're going to take a break, and we've got uh, the Super Bowl party happening Friday at Elgin Park, 4 to 6. Come hang out with us, celebrate the Chiefs, or in Sam's case, the 49ers making it to the Super Bowl. <laughs> we'll have food and pizza and all that, and uh, sign up for VIP wristbands. See that. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. Most of you people know that I am a clean freak. I'm a believer in uh, hand sanitizer and washing hands and and uh, not obsessive to the point where, like, I have to go wash my hands every five seconds or hand sanitizer. We have hand sanitizer in the studio. I don't recall the last time I used it. Mm. Oh, I do. The uh, toy drive. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm good, but that was over a month. Yeah, yeah, and that thing is 28 hours, and we're shaking hundreds of hands. So yeah, that's the hundreds of germs. Right, it's a logical use for it, right? Yeah. So I found this stat, and it never hit me before until now. Now, context: my wife and I share a toothbrush. I know people think that that's gross, yeah. but you we've got- talked about this before on the air many times. You should not be shocked by that statement. It's, we've I- talked about it on the air a lot. Well, I don't know if I was this shocked last time. Like, there's only one that you guys occasionally share, or there's just one toothbrush for the bathroom. We have an Asonic Care Oral B toothbrush. Mm-hmm. We share it. It's the toothbrush. We kiss each other. Well, there's no difference. <laughs> but you got her leftover steak particles now brushing up on your teeth. <laughs> I mean, if I guess, but she's brushing. If Damn, if that is true, if it's- that is true. <laughs> Then when you re- listen to me, if that is true, then when you reuse your toothbrush, mm-hmm. you're doing the same thing. Absolutely. What's the difference? Absolutely, because it's your own meat chunks. <laughs> I, I, I guess we don't have that problem. I've never, I've never gotten the toothbrush and there been some sort of no because product you, no. on it, like you know debris. You're right because you brush your teeth with a toothbrush mm-hmm. and then you rinse it off. So there's like. The toothpaste is supposed yeah. to scrub off the yuck, and then you rinse it off, the, yeah. all the yuck off the toothpaste or the toothbrush, so the toothbrush isn't clean. When you put it back in your mouth with the toothpaste on it, you're then putting a clean brush in your mouth to use the paste Perceived, to clean yes. it again. Right, exactly. So I guess kind of it's like we use the same dishwasher. It's the same instrument to clean something that we both Right? In or cup. No. Or cup that you, you no. rinse your mouth out with. You're right, but a toothbrush gets in there, so it just seems more personal. And I'll stop motioning toothbrush while I say that. No, please. I'm enjoying like, that and your your so breast busting out of your shirt. Person. I'm happy. Oh, my goodness. Keep brushing <laughs> those teeth, Sammy. Keep Do that gesture with <laughs> that tapping. <laughs> Longer. <laughs> Just a little Brush it. I have a tiny toothbrush. Brush it. <laughs> right. Right. You were saying, Gimpy, it seems. It's, it's like, uh, you know, when you use a, like a hairbrush or stuff, at least I know Sam can 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 understand this, that at the bottom of the hairbrush that gets the hair stuck in there, sometimes, you know, it's time to clean it out. So you'll pull out this giant wad of hair, but there's still some hairs left in there. It's the same thing it's not with the, your toothbrush. How is it the same? There's not hair in a 
toothbrush. No, there's no there's no here. nothing no, hanging out. Eliminate hair and let's just use the word particles in here. I use hairbrush because that's what I mean, we're it's talking about brushes. Brush. We're talking right. about brushes and okay. things get stuck inside. But you don't like rinse my, a hairbrush no, at all. Like my beard brush, right? Um I've got all kinds of like wax and stuff like that sure. from like years ago. Sure. Even though once every once a week I will pull out that giant wad of hair that it's been building up, but there's still particles left inside. And it's the same thing with the toothbrush. Just because you rinse it off doesn't mean you went through each and every little individual bristle and got everything out. It's that perceived cleanliness again because you don't see it on the top or on the outside. You're not looking deep down in the middle where you've still got steak from three weeks ago hanging out in there. Yeah, but Okay, I'm not changing my mind on this because Jeff and I will always have separate toothbrushes. But, like, when we've traveled, I forgot my toothbrush and use his. So, mm-hmm. it's, like, fine on a once-in-a-while basis. But all the time. But I, yeah, all the time. But, again, I think it's like sharing a dishwasher that it just, it's a perceived gross. Silverware. No, I think it, I do think. Have you ever cleaned the trap in your silverware, your um, your dishwasher? You ever cleaned the trap? Probably not. No. Most people don't, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't know there was find a the trap. Tra- find it. And then clean it out and tell me your silverware is clean. It's a perceived cleanliness. Yeah. That's not, this is not why I'm bringing it up. I'm going to, now you're freaked out. Clean your dishwasher <laughs> trap. You will be freaked out. It's slimy and disgusting. Oh, God. Ugh. Once a month. I clean mine once a month. Anyway, so I found this stat and I didn't know this, but there are people that do not share their bars of soap for one logical reason. <laughs> How do you wash your body? Mm. From top to bottom. Yeah. And then what's the first place you wash? Your face. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've been in a Friends episode. Where's the last place that soap has been and the first place you yeah, put it? Right, I forgot. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. yep. <laughs> um, That's why you don't we don't use bars of soap. We use don't. the the Dove pump soap mm-hmm. or whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say we have like... Loofas and loofas are another disgusting thing. Yeah, but we have our own separate loofas. It doesn't matter. No, where was the where did your loofah end? And then where do you start? No, you're right. And uh, but it's it perceived feels, clean. Yeah, it feels <laughs> like you rinsed it. Plus, I don't like the I don't like to smell like man, and he doesn't like to sp- smell like cas- cactus blossom or whatever my soap is. That's why they have to have like two different. <laughs> I don't want sandalwood soap on me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a total. So, perceived okay. cleanliness. Gimpy, do you and mm-hmm. your brother share a bathroom? Yes. Where there's only one bathroom, we have no choice. Um, do you guys have separate soap, separate shampoo, yes, and yes, separate all yes, the stuff? Yes. Yes. All that stuff. Uh, because one, sharing a toothbrush with your brother is just weird. <laughs> Don't matter what you say. Soap, uh, yes, because he likes one certain thing and I like something else. You know. Now, if we both were like, yeah, we both use Irish Spring or whatever, we'd probably get the giant economy size one. But there would be separate washing apparatuses. You know, whether it's that squishy poof thing, loofah, washcloth, whatever. Because I don't want his ass on my face. No. There is. So now, uh, do you, like, you guys have a bar of soap, but you both have different loofahs? No, we, no. I was just using that as an example. If we both liked Irish Spring, we both have two different different types of soap that we use. And then you and your girlfriend have completely different stuff, obviously. Absolutely. Yeah, because living with a dude... I could imagine it would be easier to share that stuff than living with a male and a female. We have different razors. We have different everything. We use the same soap, my wife and I, and it's Dove Men whatever smell. Mm. Some chicks are like that, though. They like the smell of it's that. It's whatever's in there. I, stuff, I, I, it's soap. I've never gotten out of the shower and been like, I smell like cactus blossom. You smell like hot <laughs> Ever. Oh, nice. Oh, 
I love it when my soap matches my lotion. That just, it feels better. Yeah, that's that's a weird, you think, you all think I have ADD. That's a weird ADD thing. Yeah, I just, I feel like your soap should match your lotion. So get the same one. Or OCD thing, I'm sorry, OCD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. OCD mm-hmm. thing, yeah. So you will not put use one or the other if they don't match? I just like them too. If there's like, um, I would say 90% of the time, whatever lotion I'm using that has the soap to match. Because if, if, if it's, What if you use a different deodorant? And the deodorant well, smells the, like orange blossoms. No, the deodorant is different. The it's what? like the antiperspirant is different than the uh than that, but I don't know why because my whole skin feels it's all of my skin feels like it should match whatever I soap mm. with, I should lotion since I lotion my whole body should match what I just clean my body with. The the scents should match. Sometimes I feel like a camera should be on me if I visit a shower like I'm at someone's house and I shower at their house mm-hmm. and then the soap's there, and I'm like, ah, <laughs> debating. My wife and I share a towel, and that freaks me out. Right. And it should make it should be the least freaky thing because you're clean. Right. Right. Yeah. It. At least you think you are. No, you are. I mean, you're in terms of shower, right. soap coming off of your body, yeah. it's the most clean. Yeah, absolutely. But using a towel that she's used freaks me out. Well, because. Uh, but uh, you guys get ready at different times that it doesn't matter if the towel's wet anymore, right? I mean, 90% of the time, we're on the same schedule. Oh, okay. Yeah. We don't have, I mean, all of our towels are the same color, so there's not like a Sam and Jeff towel, but there's one that he used that morning or I used that morning, and then, you know, you use the other ones because I don't like to use a wet towel. Perceived clean, man. Gotta love it. There is no real clean. No. <laughs> as long as you think it is, though. It's like, okay. well, people get mad about not washing hands after the bathroom, and I, mm-hmm. I'm on board, right? The most revolutionary thing in our society is when we learned how to wash our hands, <laughs> right? You should wash your hands after going to the bathroom. But <laughs> there is plenty of things throughout your day that you touch that are far more filthy. Washing your hands after you've been on the crapper with your phone and then carrying your phone out, you still have those germs. Yeah. Think about the ATM. Think about the gas pumps. Think a about dollar the, bill. Yes. The the most disgusting thing in the world. Money. Coins. But the thing is, is we handle it like it's nothing. And any of those objects that were just listed will handle it like it's nothing. And then put your fingers in your mouth because you got to lick the Dorito dust off. Smoking cigarettes, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're putting it right there. I just got done. I don't know who touched that gas pump before I was here. Right, but when you get in the car. Boom! Right there. Right. You wouldn't lick your finger after that, though. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't, but it's right there. It's in proximity, and it's close enough. Perceived clean, man. Gross. And you don't know who just stuck their hand in their nose or down their pants before they put their hand on that gas pump. Dollar bill. Keyboards. Yuck. Right. Keyboards at work. Yeah. Elevator buttons. <laughs> there yeah, is give no me s- one more reason to stress at elevators. God damn it. Right. <laughs> Take a break. We'll be back. Tulsa's Morning Show oh, yeah. is coming right back. The Big Man Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5 KMOD.
It's the Big Man Morning Show. They've released uh, photos from the Kobe crash site. And there's nothing that looks like a helicopter in these photos. Looks like the grass is on fire. Yeah. That bright, you know, uh, jet fuel orange. Yeah, that's crazy. I wonder how long it took for them to get to that spot. Like, how long was it on fire? Before they got to the... Right, be able to finally put it out and start assisting. Right, because if they didn't know they were going down and they just hit a mountain, there's no time to SOS, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. Like I said, from what I understand, it just hit the mountain, and so there would have been no, like, we're going down or... Yeah, like, get here, help. Yeah. It would just be like, hey, where'd the... Someone's not on the radar hey, we're anymore. Not, we're not hearing from... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sam, what'd you learn today? I learned, well, duh, ATM is disgusting. And... <laughs> now you say that. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and I learned... <laughs> An uncomfortable laugh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I learned that good old Stretch Nuts has a story to tell us. <laughs> Gimpy, what'd you learn today? Never, ever, ever trust Sam's noodle. And we only get one wet day a week. Are we married? Uh, that's what I learned. Sam is on the same plan as my wife. Mm. <laughs> uh, and I also learned that uh, that uh, the... Uh, sorry, I'm having a brain fart all of a sudden. Because you're thinking of wet days a week? Probably. Just, everything just dumped. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. That's probably what happened. That's Corbin saying, make sure that dishwasher's loaded right. <laughs> I'm Steven Sam, and this is your mother. This is Gimpy, and I'm thank sorry. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're far too kind. Uh, yeah. Ready? Uh, Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Uh, 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 yeah. Now what the hell are you waiting for? After me, there should be no more. So for one last time, make some noise. Enter password. Corbin. New messages. The Big Bad Morning Show would like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give the Big Mad Morning Show the freedom to act like the total douchebags that they are. Total douchebag. Total, total, total douchebag. douchebag. Total and complete douchebag. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. God bless. Rock and roll! It's over! Bicycle, Tulsa. <laughs> God bless Tulsa. <laughs> Live with them, and somehow you can't ever live without women. Can't understand, but trying to is what makes the world go round. I've made a sad one laugh, and I've made a good one cry. I've made one scream my name to the good Lord by and by. I've made them go insane. I always hate when Sam picks music. <laughs> this is a far from a Sammy choice. What do we have, man? This is Jamie Johnson, man. Uh, came off of, I believe it was like second or third album. And it's called Women. Just how you, you can't live with them and you, you fucking can't live without them. You, you, they're going to be in your so life whether stupid. you like them or not. Why? Because <laughs> it's... If it, was, if, it, if, it, if, it, if it was if it was if it was some some dame, you know, singing about men, how you can't live with them and you can't live without them, it'd be the exact same thing, and you'd probably be on board. 
maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Doesn't change the way I feel I, about I, this song. I'm kind of with Sam on this. I, I, it's I, a, the dumbest it's, cliche. It's a pretty cliche song. Yes. It's not a bad song, yeah. but it's a pretty cliche song about how rough it is to be a white man. And then, like, well, I'm, I'll make like, you scream my name to the god. Oh, did you get that in there because you're so good in bed? <laughs> it's a good song. It's a good song. Yeah, but should listen to the whole good thing. Good song equal to like women's songs mm-hmm. of empowerment. Mm-hmm. Like I think those are rather cliche too and silly. True. But that's what songs are about, right? Like mm-hmm. connecting with people and somehow. Absolutely. On one form or the other. How did you find this person? Uh, I came up as a... Ra- oh, I've known about Jamie Johnson for damn ever. Right, but... Coming across this one particular no, song. No, how did you discover Jamie Johnson oh, as a musician? fuck. When he w- debuted, uh, went with... Uh, what is that? Uh, Should have seen it in color. His debut song. I, uh-huh. I listened to that and I'm like... Heard this- it on the radio. Yeah, heard it on the radio. I'm like, dude, this guy's going to be huge. He's going to be huge. This is is he huge? I'd say so. I'd say so. Um, he's got a lot of good songs out there, and, and he's he's put out together some some pretty decent uh, sales so far as his album sales. So I think so. But what do I know? No, I mean I, I've mm-hmm. no any. Usually we talk about the person, so I'm asking. Yeah. As you're the person that brought the music, I'm asking for a little education. Yeah, I did. Uh, I don't know what you're looking for, but I, he's good. He's good. He's just got good music. Right. And I came across, and I was like, this is awesome. And then that stumbled like a random, just throw this in there. We think you'll like this song. And I'm like, you know, you're right. I do like this song. It feels Same. like a song you would like. Of course. It's got like the twang that mm-hmm. I expect to hear out of music that you like, the topic um, that I expect out of music that you like. Yeah. I don't mean that as a mean. I hope that doesn't come across as mean. I'm not trying to be mean, but I, I feel like I can pinpoint the music you like. More than other music, you yeah, like a lot of different stuff. I do like a lot of different things in it, but if it's country, you, yeah, that takes I feel like I could put this list. in front of you and you go, Yeah, that's good, I like this. Yeah, yeah, but I'm also not afraid to tell you that this sucks ass, and why are you <laughs> even showing this to me? Um, let's see, what do you want to talk about? What do we got? Mm. I just when you played that song, I had yeah. a memory of um, the I like, like a flashback, Mar- mm-hmm. okay, of Miranda. Lambert, you know that Mama's Broken Heart song? Oh, sure yes, do. yes. I know all about that one. And, the Saint Your Mama's Broken Heart. Yeah, and she's, but she, her twang in that song, she mm-hmm. always has Wait, like. What the fuck does that mean? In the song, she's, her mom gets mad at her because she's going crazy, and her mom's like, fix your makeup. It's just a breakup, like telling her to get over it. And right. she's saying, but Ma. this, this ain't your broken heart, mom. And the things she, have changed yeah. from the fifties. We don't do things your way anymore. Yeah. We don't just okay. put on we a strong crazy. face yeah. because we've got, you know, society to please. Fuck you. This guy broke my heart and I'm going crazy. Yeah. You don't know how it feels. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Yeah. And I like that song too. I, I, I love that song, mm-hmm. and I played that a lot, and it did, especially when I was like going through my divorce yeah. and stuff, and it did help me, I guess, get through that, because I would listen to it loud and be like, yeah, fuck you, but Music. she had such a twang in her voice for the whole for the Sounds whole like song. Miranda Lambert, yeah. Yeah, and but I feel like that song is like extra twangy, which makes it more fun to sing, yeah. because I feel like I can imitate that with that one song very well, and promo Tara had just gotten broken up with and was like super duper sad about it, and I was... An intern I had been here for like maybe like a year or something like that. And so I caught like a karaoke play mic that Promo Brady's kid had brought in. And I sang her that song to make her feel better. So now anytime, just because of that one memory, I hear super twangy country like you just played. It makes me think of Tara, which 
She's not a super twangy country kind no, of girl. No, no, no. she's a Far badass bulldog of a person <laughs> who will get that ass. Dog, bulldog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not to be confused with the other one that could possibly. Be Which is super random because you would not think that one. Imagine that random memory. I have it tied to Tara. So yeah. all twangy country makes me think of her that way. Yeah. And she probably doesn't even know that. And that, like, how many people have memories attached to you in a way that you don't ever even think about? Yeah, we've said this before. That everybody has a, you are a different character to everybody in your life. Mm-hmm. So, like, how I know you is not like how Tara knows you. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? If I think your best attribute is you're funny, Tara might not think that. Right? She may think your best attribute is a bad singer. That's true. Because you sang that song for Right? I don't, I don't know. I'm just. I mean, I fucking pe- killed it, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That and ping pong, you just fucking destroy. No, I... I, She just had an off day, man. Sure. She was excited for Rocklahoma that weekend. Sure. You know, she just wasn't thinking clearly. Right, right. Too excited. (laughs) Is that it? Um, Did you hear the Baysides, Tori? (laughs) Yes, that they're on tour again? Yeah. Coming soon to a casino near you. Not coming soon to anywhere near Oklahoma. I got uh, this sent to me a thousand times yesterday, and they're not coming anywhere to Oklahoma. So I'm not going to drive like I drove to a real fan would. I know mm, a real fan real. would. But do you recognize me? No. Now do you? Do I lift up my shirt? Uh, <laughs> no. Pull no. him up a little bit. <laughs> oh yeah, that was from like 15 years ago. I oh, remember being intoxicated. <laughs> right. No, I was probably 18 when I showed them my boobs, so I think I was of legal age. Yeah. Anyways, um, but they're, so they're not coming to anywhere near Oklahoma. The farthest I've gone for a concert is. We drove to Little Rock to see Tool, and that wasn't even by my choice. That was my boyfriend and his friend no, you really doing, wanted to go. You were yeah. doing something for him, yeah. Yeah, I was riding in a car, and so I'm not going to drive any crazy distance. Because St. Louis is not that far away. I mean, Oklahoma City, maybe mm-hmm. I would do that. St. I mean, anything over an hour and 15 minutes, I don't think so. Not for Bayside, sorry. <laughs> I love, I like Bayside's old stuff. Uh, they've had other albums come out, so I don't even know if I went that I would be able to hear all the songs that I like. Well, they their their tour is twenty years of bad luck, so they're going to yeah. have twenty years of bad music there. <laughs> it, it ain't bad luck. Yeah, shut your just faces. Saying. Just saying, it ain't bad luck. That ain't that ain't the problem. What? How much? All right, this is fun. How much do you think? A ticket to a Bayside concert will cost. Okay, so we're just going to go. Context: It's not a Bayside concert. They're playing with someone else of notoriety. Oh, so they're the opening band. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! No, I think they have an opening band, don't they? No, they I think, are the opening. Are they the opening? <laughs> yeah, band? they're the opening band. They're not a big band, Sam. Oh, I thought they were the headliner for the band. No, no, no. I thought no. the they're two playing, people were. They're playing with someone else that was from that, like yeah. a something corporate type of thing. So for the t- Bayside, twenty years of bad luck. Um, tour-ish, if that's what you want to call it. They've got different pr- price levels. How much do you think just one generic pre-sale ticket's going to cost well, you for Bayside? I want to know, because uh, I did see yesterday, the other bands are on there, like I recognized mm-hmm. their names. Mm-hmm. And I am curious, because I think that matters how big the band is. Because if they're playing with the used, yeah. I think that matters compared to whatever, something corporate or something. Yeah, this is uh, this is just their flyer. Off of their website. It doesn't say who else is playing with them or whatever. They're really promoting themselves and nobody else. Hawthorne sure. Heights. Okay. Hawthorne Heights Hawthorne and Heights Senses w- Fail. Okay, those are two far bigger bands mm-hmm. than Bayside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Far bigger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So why do they get to call it 
Can you call it the... I think all of it the together. The 20 years of bad luck? Well, no, because one of their lyrics in their song is that. That's what I was assuming is why. You're the fan. Is it a lyric or not? <laughs> it is. That's why I assumed that it was called 20 years of bad luck. Yeah. Anyways, okay, I'm going to guess for Hawthorne Heights, Census Fail, Bayside, that tickets will be $48. Okay. What? That's my $48? guess. $48? Yeah. At 35 at best. Uh, this one here, and like I said, I'm just on the, on their website, which sends you to another <laughs> link or whatever for this 20 years of bad songs uh, reunion tour or whatever. Uh, pre-sale ticket is $24. Yeah, oh. there's no way. that's The, the venues they're playing mm-hmm. can't big demand enough. a $50 ticket. This is at the pageant in St. Louis. Yeah. All ages are accepted. <laughs> and the doors <laughs> open at 6. Now that's for the pre-sale it's ticket. The Sunday night 6 o'clock show? Right, Sam. Oh. Is it an acoustic church show? <laughs> Get, right. for the it's fan, at Life Church. For the fan club bundle, Sam, because I imagine you would be in this club. Mm-hmm. How much are you think you're going to be paying for this fan club bundle ticket? Um, the fan club will get you a lanyard, two beers, and... Early entry to buy merch? Early entry to buy merch, and maybe a meet and greet photo op. So I'm going to say $74. $74. What what say you, Sam is right. This is a, the base, this is the Bayside tour. Okay. With Census Fail, Hawthorne Heights, and Can't Swim, and... Hawthorne Heights was far bigger than Bayside. In your opinion. But Musically, in terms of hit music. <laughs> in terms of hit music. Uh, so the how much is the, the VIP package? Is that what you're that's asking? That's what I'm asking you, yes. For this fan club bundle, that's what they call it. I'm going to say two bills. Okay. $99. Yeah. And this is what you get. Ooh, fun. You get one GA ticket. Not a pair. You get one. You get a three-song acoustic set, a group photo with Bayside, you're also going to get a signed poster and a souvenir laminate with lanyard, ooh, and early merch shopping. Dude, this venue charges $2 minor surcharge at the door, cash only. All ages welcome, but we're going to charge, charge minors two, two bucks. bucks. Get out of here. Cash. Get out of here. Sam, how many, how many followers does Bayside have on Instagram? Ooh. Oh, God. Okay, I'm going to say 65,000. That seems like so much. I was going to say like 1,500. 1,500? Yeah. I believe there's about 1,500 girls just like you out there. <laughs> 48,000. Wow. Hawthorne Heights is 36,000. Wow. I feel like Hawthorne Heights do is we, a bigger band. Maybe do we I'm have wrong. any Hawthorne Heights in here? Because um, the name sounds familiar, but I'm not, you know, registering. You're not on sure. your emo music. Yeah. Yeah. You look real I, I think Hawthorne Heights was also emo music. They were. Yeah. They're both in that. Same era. No. <laughs> surprise, surprise, surprise. No, I can no one's asked for Hawthorne Heights 2 for Tuesday? Hey, well, Lynn. Camo HD2 <laughs> is place alternative. Right, there you go. Right. Got a request for the drive through Lynn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play me some bass line. Yeah, yeah. He, That's fine. Most people should know should know this song if you listen to rock radio okay. or modern rock radio, right? Well, you gotta wait for the chorus. They all do the same thing when, it, when, the, when the song picks up. Keep on and on and on and on. Down, speed, 
Yeah, they weren't as big as, like, Taking Back Sunday was massive. Used massive. Yeah. Anytime you can belt out a state's name, why the hell not? Dude, easy. It's like that's the whole, like we're coming full circle. Mm-hmm. Songs about women, easy right. pops. Right. right. Right? Naming the state. Right. Easy <gasps> they pop. S- they said her name. That's us. Clapping. Yeah. It's an easy pop in a song. Makes sense. Talking about women empowerment of any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. I'm a lion, right. hear me roar. You can talk shit about women in one song. You'll have a, you'll definitely you'll have for sure right. an audience. Mm-hmm. Women empowerment, you'll have an audience. Say our name. You'll have an audience. Yeah, that song was pretty lame. I'm I'm okay saying that. (laughs) You just didn't have your emo phase. This song is lame. This song, I think, might have been... I'm trying to remember. They did have a pretty big song. Just like early 2000s-ish, mm-hmm. when these guys kind of were, were big for their moments? Uh, yeah. 2006. Okay. Seven, yeah, yeah. somewhere okay. in there. They were they were on Victory Records out of Chicago, and Victory Records had like Bayside and Taking Back Sunday mm-hmm. and all these, e- they were like the emo label. Okay. That and uh, was a bowlful of ramen or something like that was the other label that any band that came out on that label was a fucking monster. Okay. It was the label. Okay. It just had that sound. I'm like, all right, yeah, I remember the particular time of year or whatever part of the decade. I was like, I remember when this shit was was popular. Right. I can did you play- hate it then? Like, yes. You listen, did? I, here here is another one. See if yeah, see. This is a completely different band, <laughs> but it's the same exact sound. Yeah. Who's this? This is brand new. This the, the quiet things you never know. Uh, it's a gr- great emo yeah. song, right? Yeah. Right, but I—they're I, the ones that sing that depressing ass limo song about the yes. girl getting decap- decap- that, that's, decapitated. That's right. That's right. Yeah, the same I remember band. You. Okay. That's right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Another completely different band. <laughs> same sound though. <laughs> it's the same exact song. Right? YouTube's going to play a suicide hotline ad for you next. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Ads for hot topics. Not a completely different band. <laughs> right, but still sounds the same. The exact same. Also yeah. topical. <laughs> right? Yeah. I think I've got one more for you. I got one more for you. And this one's pre- this pretty pretty popular. Clear like the diamond in your ring. Right, slow. <laughs> Everybody should know this song. This is a huge song for this band. But it all like, I'm soft, I'm emotional, I'm sensitive. You know me, but I can scream! That's totally what this guy does. now that I am Chris Calabasas, like he, this is a guy like 
you can have short hair and full sleeve tattoos. What? I thought you had to have long hair to do that. Right, right. Rock? Right. Changing Clean the rock cuts, the neck up. Yes. Yeah, this song was on Spider. <laughs> Spider the Spiderweb movie, if I remember right. Yeah. Yeah. I love stuff. I love going like back into stuff like this. That's not the most famous. This would be the one that most most people know. Again, completely different band, but very similar song. My Chemical Romance. I still love this band. Oh my god, right? People don't realize he's he's not young. He's older than me. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah. Dude, he he was. Uh, if I remember the story correctly, he was a cartoonist for Cartoon Network. Oh, wow. 9-11 happened, and he was like, I'm going to pursue all my fucking dreams. Right. Started a band. Uh-huh. The band was a monster. Yeah. I think I shared this before. I had a My Chemical Romance shirt, and it was had blood all over it. Looks like it had blood all over yeah. it. Like it had a bullet hole in the shoulder the shoulder and then blood dripping down and somewhere else and I would wear it because I got it at their concert and I thought I was so fucking punk rock and cool yeah. and I would turn the halls and like scare people <laughs> because they're far away they couldn't see the logo it just looked like someone had been shot <laughs> and my dad's like you have to stop wearing this shirt <laughs> you're scaring people yeah. stop wearing it like, you don't understand me dad <laughs> my hair in front of my eyes my blonde hair you don't get it I think the only he's, he's younger than me, three years younger than me. That ain't so bad. To me, this is like way different than the other bands. It has yeah. so much more like grittiness to mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. and not so much um, pussiness to it. <laughs> okay, that's like fair. this rocks. That's fair. I think the only like band that I could that sounds like this that I actually liked was All American Rejects. Because that's all that's playing okay. through my head. As we're playing these, different bands, still the same sound, but all I can hear is All-American Rejects. And I'm like, all right, so I guess I did like that esque sort of, at one point in time. Well, and, but and gives to me, the hell, line's blurred, too, yeah. right? Because mm-hmm. Blink-182, I would put in that a genre. Really? Yes. Yes, I would. Okay. Yes, I yeah, would. Yeah, and I didn't really like them as much, either. In the beginning, I thought it was weird that all their music videos are running around fucking naked. The music, meh, it's all right. It, it it just didn't really grab me like like some other stuff did. Sorry, I was. Was looking. it because they were like boy bandish that it didn't grab you as much? Probably. Because I feel like you were, especially when that was coming out, you were the anti pop trench coat. Oh yeah, anti mainstream. Yeah, yeah anti mainstream. Yeah. Fuck anything on TRL. No, I actually <laughs> went home and watched TRL while we sat back and got fucking ripped and partied our asses off. It was on in the background, but I remember I got the life. When Corn released sure. Follow the Leader, those songs or whatever, were all on TRL. They yeah. were on TRL, and we we fucking get excited finally, and then we get mad and be like, "Y'all need to change this shit." I'm tired of coming home at three o'clock every day. <laughs> there yeah. it is. There's fucking Corn. You know, got the life. So, yeah, I was all about TRL, not so much F mainstream. Yeah, and just if it's good, I liked it. If not, then ugh, I would love to talk with those bands, right? Like. Bayside or Hawthorne Heights or Jared Way, I would love to talk to them and just find out about that life cycle because they they were 
untouchable mm-hmm. in terms of like music and playing concerts and super crazy followings. My Chemical Romance still has a huge following. Yeah. yeah. Like what happened? What happened? How come you guys still aren't at the top of the charts? What happened is you know? just the era changed. Right. I feel like it just like new music That's comes. Fair. It's not like they started to suck. Mm-hmm. It's right. just like we listen to that and it sounds dated. So True. probably we'll listen to the same whatever is now on the radio, whatever mm-hmm. it is that you listen to that's mm-hmm. current. In 15 years, I, you're going to be like, that sounds so dated. It's just like the times evolve, and that was an era of music. I think it's two things, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody's mobbing Paul, um, um, Paul McCartney anymore, right? right? Mm-hmm. You grow up. Mm-hmm. You People, change, your fans your grow change, up, yeah. right? Yeah, that's yeah, one yeah. of the cra- crazy things about Hanson. Say what you will, but... They still get mobbed. <laughs> like motherfucker. It's dude. crazy. It's the craziest <laughs> musical thing I've ever seen. Of people from all ages, too. It's yes. not just people like our age or whatever. It's still the young ones coming up that like the music or whatever. Yeah. They still have to take security precautions. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Now they're not like they u- it used to be, but they still that that is an unbelievable story to mm-hmm. watch that unfold. The other thing that I would say is, and ha- Henry Rollins did this, is when you're a band and you're trying to get a record deal, much less a hit song, you're just trying to get the cog up on the machine. Right. And once you get it up on the machine, it's got to make it to that next level. Right. And then it's got to make it to that next level. And to do that album after album after album yeah. is damn near impossible. And not a lot of bands do it, much less one band does it with a second song. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's yeah, tough to keep that going, keep yes. that momentum going. There's, yeah. If anybody knew the formula, mm-hmm. those bands would still be around. Absolutely. Look at look at Eminem. Just surprised everybody with that album last Friday, right? And uh, he had a couple of shit ones in there in between. Sure. In a couple between. of shit songs? A couple of shit albums. Oh, shit you know? albums. Gotcha. Yeah. And, I mean, but they were still good. They just weren't like, they weren't like what we're used to. But they then huge. He, he drops this motherfucker. And you're like, damn, this cat still got it. Still got a way to go in. I heard this song. I'm going to play it. I heard this song and I was like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. You listen to the lyrics of this song compared to like now and mm-hmm. you have to listen what he, to what he says. No, he can't say any of this anymore. Old. There's a lyric where he talks about Moby mm-hmm. and how you're old and let it go. You're too old, it doesn't work anymore. Right, nobody likes it. And now you're like, know. fuck him. Um, right. I'm not saying you're too old, but... No. He's saying sensitive. in the song, like, you got to know when to call it, bro. So sick. Yeah. So you feel like he's lost it, is what you're saying? Oh, no, 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 no. no, He still spits like it's no one's business. Gotcha. The difference is the connection. Mm -hmm. 
right? If you're the first person to ever make a pineapple upside down cake, right. it can be the worst fucking pineapple upside down cake ever, but you're like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then suddenly you get fucking, you know, Bobby Flair, whoever else doing it, and you're like, oh shit, Bobby made it so good. Oh, that was the lyric. That was the lyric right there. There you go. You don't know me. He's knocking Moby at 36. Yeah. Eminem's over in 36. <laughs> I'm but just saying, you got to be careful with lines like that. Because they, they don't age well. I don't think that's an age thing there. I think that's a music genre thing that he's attacking. Because you say techno's dead. Right, techno's Nobody dead. Nobody it. fucking listens to this shit. Well, that was, that's obviously not it. true. It wasn't true then. It's not true today. Right, right. There's always going to be a niche for somebody to love something somewhere. Yeah, I, I found a was... fucking puppy rapper this week. A guy that raps about puppies. And it... Which is amazing. It's not really rapping. Uh, he... He's rhyming musically. He, I'm he, just saying. He sounds no, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying there are rappers, uh-huh. and that represents a genre and a culture. Uh-huh. And then there are people that rhyme to music. Okay. And it's not the same. Okay. This guy only raps about puppies. That's all. That's, he's just like, hey, internet. I know maybe you are like me and you like rap music, but you also like puppies. And I'm just going to mesh these two to give you some music to listen to. Look what I can do. And I, I think Gippy, I, I played yeah. a little bit for you yesterday. So that sounds pretty yeah, good. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it sounds pretty I wouldn't good for rush rappers. out to, to buy this Pause. guy's album. She or... walks into the room and goes, holy shit, I needed to listen to some music. Listen to this. No, Throws no, no. on some fucking P-Dog <laughs> and, <laughs> and like forces you to listen. Forced it on me. She no. forced it on what me. What made you think she he would even me want to hear it? Music. I did ear rape you yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I what well, I found this this weekend and listened to it like four or five times, sent it to my sister who also listened to it like four or five times. And so I was just thinking of something to post and it had been like, Oh, I saw this this weekend and just wanted to see it again, I guess. And I was yeah. like, Gibby, listen to this. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's got a good beat. He's got some funny lyrics in there, and he's uh, singing about a puppy doing dog things. Sam and I were talking a Bounce little bit puppet. about this uh, yesterday, about the Grammys <laughs> and Lizzo, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here is a musician, had other albums that no one gave a shit about. Yeah. They didn't, it didn't, they didn't, those albums didn't speak to people, whatever. She does this album. Just hit the right cadence at the right time. <laughs> and white bitches and went now, crazy. And now, totally. <laughs> and n- now people are going back and listening to her old stuff. And Eminem, the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. I, he's still doing ridiculous stuff. Yeah. But it's just not clicking with people anymore. Right, right. For some reason. Not like it used to. You buy it out of, out of um, for memory, for nostalgic. historic, nostalgic right. reasons. Right, right, right. There yeah. are a few people that are like, it's awesome, but you're biased. That's like me saying my team is always good no matter how bad they are. I think the last Eminem album I bought was Curtain Call. I yeah. believe that was it. After that, they just kind of, I'm like, yeah, it's okay. You got a, a, a few good ones on this one, but not worth purchasing or illegally downloading yeah. the entire album. But that music to be murdered by, oh, shit. I'll, I'll steal that one for sure. Yeah, I don't think that's a bad album. No, 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 no. But it isn't any of these other ones where you're no. like, God, it's like, when he did this song mm-hmm. and he came and people were like, holy shit, fuck off. Right. Like he, not only did he kind of tell everybody to fuck off when he got introduced, he told everybody to fuck off again. <laughs> I'm going to be who and I want to be. And the problem is when you continue to tell people to fuck off constantly, 
Eventually, we you got can't. It. People are like, I get it. We suck. Everyone's not, you're the best. You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. just doesn't. You got to change your message. And what's he going to rap about? Being sober is awesome. <laughs> yeah, right. My daughter's posting half nudies on her Instagram. Like everybody else's <laughs> children are. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just hard to resonate that to, way. Have you looked at her, his daughter's page at no, all? No, I'm about I, to I saw though. Gimpy like, <laughs> flinch and grab his phone. Like, Dude, fuck, how have I not she, seen this? She is cute. For she sure. is. She is a cute girl. Yes. But it, she's over 18. I think she's 20 or something oh, now. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. MM's okay. 47 for those keeping track. Yeah, get it. Get it, 47-year-old. What? Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, what's her handle under? But, I mean, you should just be able to, like, Haley Mathers, right? That should come up. I don't know what she's got. I don't I don't know how to work the Instagrams. I don't think... I just want to see naked pictures. I don't think it's, Hale, it's I, under Haley. Okay. Because, I, 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 yeah, for a while she was, like, trying to hide it. It's but- Haley Jade. Haley Jade yeah, on I was going to say, I don't think okay. it's under Mathers, because I don't think her last name is Mathers, mm-hmm. is it? I don't think so. Yeah. I wouldn't. That would be like asking She's people. got 1.8 million followers because of her dad. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's cleaning these up. Yeah. None of, none Daddy of these. got her password. It was like, this is gone. This is gone. And I think she posts worse stuff in the stories, by the way. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Because the story is, it disappears after a while. It's not something you can go is back and her? look on. Is this on. right? Is this right? I don't know if this is her. I don't know if this is her. I feel like she's not that girl. Uh, yeah, I don't think you're the right person. But I can't see this far away. Haley Scott is her name. Oh. Haley Scott 1 is her Instagram. Well, no, that's right. not fucking no, it either. No, that's not it. Not at... Oh, here we go. Here we go. She said, yeah, I guess this is her. H-A-I-L-I-E, Jade, Haley Jade. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, these are not the ones I've seen before. Okay. She cute, for sure. She's had some, and you forget, she's a woman now, by the way. Mm -hmm. Girl. She ain't a little girl. You'll be a woman soon. Look at them boobs. By God. God, people are such assholes. What do you mean? Because <laughs> I just was reading some of the comments that like were like, no woman should have calves on her like that. And like What does that mean? Just being shitty fucking trolls that are like, I like your dad, so let me be shitty to you. People just love doing that. I right. Love yeah. to hate. She was Ariana Grande for Halloween. The, here, this is the one that I saw, Gimpy, that mm-hmm. I was like, Yeah. She's smoke she's smoking hot. Boy of a. Yeah. Yeah, she, yeah, they look like boltons, but I don't think they are. But I'm okay, even if they are. I don't mind. Good for M. As a dad, as a dad, do you do that? And you're like, good for me. Yeah, uh, me. My I, daughter's got great DNA. Hi, have made hot daughter. <laughs> right? Gross. So forget weird. about your That's hot wife weird. that helped you with that one. Shut up, woman. That's weird. Fuck you, David. <laughs> weird. Yeah, yeah, she's definitely pretty. Uh, but I don't see anything like that's like you take that shit down, you take it down now. I don't see anything too risque on her. Because she did. Okay. <laughs> I feel like she had other stuff. Maybe she, I'm. No, I'm, I think I'm, she did have like way more riskier pictures because I remember being like, whoa, mm-hmm. when I had seen them, and none of these are whoa worthy. Yeah, none of them at all are, are. You look at it, but you're like, again, that's cute. But- maybe some of them are. They, she just. Posted in her stories, hoping daddy wouldn't see them. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> guess what? Then your allowance is getting cut off. You want to put thought pictures? God, Thoughts how, don't get allowance. How much money should she get for just being the dot? Like, at what age? Oh, you. When you, you're rich like you're that. You grow up, but she's grown up rich like that. 
Because yeah, but at what age do you go? I'm not giving you any more money. Twenty five. Fuck. I think no. at twenty five, you 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 should have your shit together. You should be out no, of the house. You should have your like, own job. It's like you should alimony, be doing your own. Insta- right. I've what? been used to this lifestyle my whole no. life. What, what the are you fuck does do? that matter? Rip it away now that I'm twenty five. What does that matter? <laughs> yeah, I'll I feel tell like you why. no. This is honestly what I feel. I feel in that scenario, you. Give your kids the best education that money can buy mm-hmm. because you have the money to pay for it when want, they're growing if they up. they want it. Yeah. Uh, right, but you put them in the best schools. You put them in the best whatever. You hook them up with the best internship. Like, you set them up that they're not 25 and just like, what should I do? I'm not cutting off your allowance. Now you're homeless. I feel like the whole life you've been rich, you've set her yeah. up to be also rich. The TV show Chits Creek, mm-hmm. the son <laughs> is trying to run the general store in town. Mm-hmm. And the mom's like, you're not, we have not given you any of the tools necessary. And he's like, I've ran businesses. And he, she's like, eh. And he's like, no, 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 I've ran galleries. All the, they, we sold out paintings. And she's like, who do you think bought the paintings? Mm-hmm. And he goes, customers. And she's like, who do you think bought the customers? And he's like, oh, shit. Like, he has a revelation that he didn't do any hard work. None. Yeah. His parents provided any, everything for him. At some point... <laughs> Get out there and figure it out. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm just if, if I was super rich for all my kids' life, you set them up their whole life so that it's not that. I think that's the honest answer. See, and I don't like that. I like that. I worked my ass off to get this so you can have all this shit right here. You got to do the same thing. I would suspect, and I think the laws just changed on this, is that there's some sort of trust set up where she gets, she knows what it is. She gets a certain amount of money every so many years or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And then at this year, she gets this much. And then that is it. If he dies or while he's still alive. No, you still can alive. set it up when it's alive too. Mm-hmm. A living uh, trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you get this, 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 and this. If you get married before here, it turns to this. If you get married here, it, you don't get anything, right? <laughs> I would do that for sure. Like, hey, you get married for your 16, or you, yeah. you get knocked up for your 16, nothing muffs So they right. just changed the law where you have 10 years to disperse but outside of spouses. Mm-hmm. So if, like, let's say I died today, all the money... <laughs> That I have would have to be dispersed by, like, my life insurance policy would have to be dispersed within 10 years to my children. Oh, wow. That sucks. Yeah. That really sucks. Yeah. I don't, I think with Jeff's dad, it's still, I think he died in 2006-ish, but it's still not all the way dispersed or whatever. Really? Like, there's still things set up. Really? Brother. Mm-hmm. I, w- I would be curious to how old it goes to, because... You, it's uncommon for them to go past the age of 25, 28. Oh, I, I know for sure, because he just turned 35, that one of the ones was 35. Wow. Yeah. Which, for him. I, I mean, I think it's smart of his dad to set that up. Oh, yeah. To think, because if, you know, 22, I think Jeff was 22 when his dad died. If 22-year-old me or whatever, like, got handed a bunch of money, the stuff that I was spending on yeah. now versus when I'm 35 is completely mm-hmm. different. You can put any, I, I only know this because we just finished ours and I'm not going to give the details of it because it's my kid's personal business, but uh, you can decide everything from if they go to school, if they don't go to school. Right. You put a lot mm-hmm. of different stipulations Medical on stuff. Mm-hmm. Who gets it? Right. What, right. Or put somebody in charge of it to decide that for you. Yes. But now again, the law's changed. You have to do it within 10 years. That sucks. That super sucks. Yeah, what are you going to do, though? That's, that's the, the law. law. <laughs> like, I, like I said, I, I'm going to be dead. 
It's not going to matter to me at all. Yeah, but your kid's life after you die matters to you. Not when I'm dead. No, but... <sighs> not when I'm dead. I can only do so much. Mm-hmm. I can only build the first level of the card house. Right. Up mm-hmm. to, it, after that, it's on them. And I can't worry about if they're going to make the next few levels. Yeah, okay. I want them to. I was going to say, you worry about who 42-year-old Scarlett is. No, You want her to I be don't. happy, healthy? Of course. But who, who doesn't think that about anyone? Mm. Right? You can't control. Yeah. That's the thing. And you the amount of anyone. energy to try to put into that is like so... I feel like I could use that energy now on something else. Yeah. I don't have kids. Can't have an opinion yet. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. It, it's crazy to think about that and that she's got all that money. And, yeah. and, and there's no word yet on what the story is with Kobe's family and what his right. situation financially right. is. Right, they got a funeral to plan. They got to figure they, that stuff out if later. They had, I guarantee a lot of that stuff was already planned. If yeah. he had any type of estate planning figured out, yeah. that stuff was already for sure. got people for that. They literally, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I probably didn't have the same set. They hand you a book and go, just write what you want there well, <laughs> for the, in terms of the planning. Yeah. If you're taking a helicopter to and from work, I feel like you've also got that stuff figured out. Yeah. As much financial stuff as he was responsible for people's lives, yeah. mm-hmm. not just that were on his payroll, but that benefited from his generosity. Yeah. You, you got a responsibility there to take care of that. You got people totally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hope you guys come hang out with us at the Super Bowl pre-party. That's going to happen on Friday downtown Elgin Park. Wear your Chiefs gear or your 49ers stuff, Sam, and, and hang mix. out four to six. And uh, go Chiefs. You guys have a great week. Love you. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.